This is a HeadGum Podcast. Man, that sunset is gorgeous. Grill, patio, sunset. Hard to get better than that. Unless you're browsing Carvana's inventory while you soak it all in. Oh, burger time. So sit back, get comfortable. Carvana's got thousands of cars under $20,000 just waiting for you. I could stay here forever. Carvana, where car buying meets comfort meets convenience. Download the app or visit Carvana.com today. In the most inclement weather, he might be seen barefooted and almost naked, except when he chanced to pick up articles of old clothing. This excerpt from the Fort Wayne Sentinel dated March 22, 1845 is from the obituary of John Chapman. Born two years before the signing of the Declaration of Independence, Chapman grew up amidst the chaos of the American Revolution, and in the war's aftermath, he and his brother Nathaniel migrated west to Ohio to work as farmers. Around 1805, John Chapman left the family homestead to take an apprenticeship as an orchardist, where he would connect with the crop that would define his life's work, the apple. A deeply religious devotee of the small Lutheran sect of Swedenborgianism, Chapman took to traveling the new nation to spread both the gospel and the seeds of what is perhaps the most American of fruits, earning him the enduring nickname, Johnny Appleseed. While popular legend depicts Johnny traipsing through the countryside, scattering seeds at random, Chapman was in fact a careful planter who left lovingly curated orchards in his wake, the bulk of his planting consisting of bitter and edible apples best suited for brewing alcoholic hard cider. The legend of Johnny Appleseed would become a part of American folklore, and 80 years after his death, another American horticulturist would replicate the process with a fruit formerly known as the alligator pear, the avocado. In 1925, Rudolph Haas, a postal worker in Pasadena, California, cashed in his savings to establish an avocado grove, and after a laborious decade-long process of growing and seed grafting, he struck mushy green gold with his patented eponymous varietal. Today, Haas avocados, often mispronounced as Haas, comprise roughly 95% of the avocado crop in the U.S., making Rudolph into something of a Johnny Avocado seed. The ready availability of avocados was key to the growth of Mexican cuisine in the Golden State, avocados naturally being the main ingredient in guacamole, a dish that dates back to the Aztecs. And in 1983, an Aztec of a different sort, a San Diego State alum named Ralph, opened a taco shop in San Diego's Mission Beach neighborhood, inspired by the fresh, seafood-focused fare of nearby Baja, California. Ralph's concept was a quick hit and grew into three local locations, then dozens more across the Southland, ultimately doing more than arguably any other chain to popularize the fish taco in the States. Now with over 200 locations and a claim of 200 million battered cod tacos sold to date, Ralph's restaurant has spread fresh Mexican fare from sea to shining sea, making this modern man into something of a Johnny Fish Taco seed. This week on Doughboys, Rubio's.
Welcome to Doughboys. How you doing, San Diego? Uh, guys, we have a really, really great show. Thanks for being a great crowd so far already. Before we go any further, this week's roast is courtesy of At Pipe Hates Onions. Let me introduce my co-host, Neil DeGrassFed Tyson, <laughs> the Spoon Man, Mike Mitchell! San Diego, what's going on? Hot crowd, hot crowd. <laughs> certainly is, Nick. You know, I'm, I'm something of a Neil heat. deGrasse Tyson. Bad day to choose that. Bad roast. day for Neil deGrasse Tyson. <laughs> I was wondering. I was like, would it enhance it, or was it? Is it going to make it worse? I don't know. It's not the worst news shot. he got today. Yeah. Um, <laughs> What's up? Happy, happy last day of November, everybody. I knew it would get a big pop. Happy December Eve. Yeah. Who's fucking staying up till midnight drinking eggnog tonight? Get those advent calendars ready. Get your stockings hung. That's pretty early. Is it really? December 1st? Get I the stockings it's reasonable. Ugh. Well, this is coming from a guy, by the way. If you want to know... How Nick Wagner prepares for a show five minutes before showtime, I'm gonna go floss. It was the right move. Here's the thing, I had a big I had a salad backstage. Yes. And I'm glad I flossed, because you know what I got out of there? A little bit of mescaline in between my molars. That that might have been embarrassing if I had that on stage. You were eating a bowl of romaine lettuce. Yeah. Praying to God. I specifically requested it from the affected counties in California. <laughs> this is how I want to go out. Through e- What's that? Oh, microwave oh, and kill know. Okay. Thank you. Thank you for your crowbarring in that hot salad rest- reference from the sixth row. If, anyone, if you guys have any inside jokes you'd like to just shout out during the podcast, feel free. Uh, Mitch, how you feeling? We're at the House of Blues. What a venue. We are. We're going to turn into the House of Booze. <laughs> Someone, you're cheering for the House of Booze? <laughs> I'm just confused by that. We don't want to be entertained. <laughs> That's why we came to Doughboys. <laughs> we were saying backstage, there's like, uh, there, there's musical notes and they put like bands up. It's like the Dead Kennedys and Devo. Right. And then they're, 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 we laughed at the idea of a musical note with Doughboys in there. No one knows. We, right. When, when we come and do live shows, I, we, we said this, we feel bad for the crew because like they get to usually, they usually get to tech like Foo Fighters or right. something. And then it's us f- fucking two boring nerds. Yeah. Yeah, we yeah we had uh, Morris Day in the time here last week. Now we got to listen to two uh, chunky idiots talk about fucking fast food for ninety minutes, and people are like, are here? Like, <laughs> they pay they paid these guys. They paid the audience. The audience paid. All right, this is a bat kid scenario. What's going on here? <laughs> Change that B to an F. <laughs> Mitch, how are you feeling? I know we both been uh, we both been under the weather, but you under the weather more recently. Yeah, that's right. I was under the weather more recently. 
I, I was, I'm on antibiotics, everybody. Oh, boy. Uh, very, very cool. A very cool thing to bring up for the top of the show. I hadn't seen Nick in, you know, like two weeks, two and a half weeks. I, you came in and you didn't, even, you didn't even make eye contact with me. You just started taking your stuff out of your bag. And you didn't even say hello to me for like 15 minutes. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> we text. I, we, I've been texting. That's the, that's the same thing. We were texting earlier today. That's not the same thing. I feel like t- it's like the, we live in a digital age. Guys, it's a big show. To, can I say this? Yes. Nick Weiger's family is in the audience. Some my, I have some family members out here. Oh, boy. As many regular listeners know, I am a, a native of Southern California, so my family is out here. My, my, They're here. Yeah. They're going to get disappointed in person. <laughs> <laughs> I hope they boo us during the show. That would be my dream come true. There's a chance. Uh, yeah, I've been sick for it's a couple... It's happened at my orchestra concerts. <laughs> Uh, I was home. I was home for Thanksgiving, hanging out at Thanksgiving, watching a lot of movies in bed with my mom. Let's unpack that for a second. It's a glimpse of what will happen if I move home. We just <laughs> sat up. We watched movies in her bed. It was very nice. Right. What are you trying to get at, you piece of shit? I'm not getting at anything. You're just volunteering this information. And then I was very. I got very sick, and I went to the CVS Minute Clinic. And Sorry I, to hear that. Yeah, yeah. There was a disaster. I won't tell it. I can't tell the story. Right. <sighs> you know the story. I know the story. You should not tell the story. Oh, I won't tell the it story. upset me. I didn't like hearing it. It was gross. It was gross. Uh, Mitch, I, there's something I want to talk about because you know I don't. I we're in San Diego. This is mm-hmm. the, the first show we've done down here. Yeah. And um, there's a there's a as residents of L.A. There is something that pertains to both of our cities, and that is the movement of the Chargers franchise north of the 405. Boo! All right. Which no one in San Diego and no one in L.A. was in favor of. No. It's just a baffling decision. Mm-hmm. I was down here like a, a couple months ago, and there was a Chargers game on, and there was like I was like in Oceanside, and there was a bar in Oceanside. It was like packed with Chargers fans, and then you go up to like the, the stadium in like Carson, where you know, it's like a soccer stadium, yeah. And they can't they can't even fill it to half capacity with Chargers fans. It's all road fans. So it's guess madness. what? We're gonna have a move back down, everybody. That's right. <laughs> We've got them to break their 20-year lease or whatever it is they signed up Ooh, there. Oh, someone's booing that. They don't like the idea of it. It's so strange. As, a, as an NFL fan, like, what did you think of that? Jesus. What's wrong with that question? Because I know that you're, because you're saying as an NFL fan, I'm, by the way, look at Nick's sweater. Who does, he bought an NBA sweatshirt that just has the NBA logo on it. That's right. That's insane. I'm repping the entire league. It's That's a, like if you were a fan of chicken fingers and you got a Tyson sweatshirt. <laughs> That's bizarre. I just want all the players to have a fun time. That's like what umpires like they give to their family members at Christmas. <laughs> right. Is the logo. Which I thought you'd made it. When you walked in, I told you that I thought you made that sweatshirt. Like put this patch on a You an put American the patch on like a blank sweatshirt. With a hot glue gun. <laughs> Yeah, no, I'm not that crafty. Yeah, I know. I like it. I like the color, and I like the I like the the thing. I like just supporting the league. That's insane. 
That's weird. All right, sorry, guy who's wearing a shirt of your own podcast. Yeah. While we're doing the podcast. I got to buy them up quick. They only go up to 5XL on the website. <laughs> who knows when I'm going to not be able to fit in one. Uh, uh, but, but Mitch, you mentioned earlier it was... Uh, I, I'm sorry, I didn't get, didn't get your answer on the Chargers topic. I apologize. I thought it was bullshit. I didn't think they right? should move the team. That's crazy. There was a great fan base down here. Yeah. Uh, no one cared. <laughs> Fuck you guys. I'm happy they moved the team, you pieces of shit. This pandering uh, no, is too transparent. <laughs> no, I, I, I always, I always thought it was a bad move. Yeah, no weird. one in LA cares. I mean, the, the, they, they do care about the Lakers and they care about the Dodgers. I think the, Ra- I mean, the Rams had a fan base because yes. I grew up an LA Rams fan, even though I don't follow the NFL anymore. But I grew up an LA Rams fan. <laughs> yeah. Um, and when they. When they moved to St. Louis, I was kind of like, ah, fuck this. I was mad at the league. If I was still following the NFL, I'd be excited they came back. I think a lot of people are. Yeah. But, like, yeah, the, the Chargers, it made no sense. Total disconnect. Yeah, it's terrible. By the way, you told me before yes. that your parents are super sociable and your brother is very sociable. Absolutely true. So what happened? What, what, what's the deal? All right, here's the thing. Should we bring them on stage and figure this out? No. <laughs> We're not going to do that. Um, but I also realized I forgot this is I fucked up an element of the stage picture. Hold on. I'm going to rectify this real quick. I was supposed to strike oh, the, the stool. stool. I was supposed to make fun of that. I was supposed that. to strike the stool. I think people were cheering for the stool most of the time. There it goes. All right, great. Well, now I'm on stage by myself and Nick is gone. Pro vamping there, Mitch. Thanks, man. Um, the, uh, uh, I just moved a stool for anyone listening that was in front of the, uh, the Who table. gives a shit about them? Concentrate on them right now. Anyway, but, uh, yeah, I, so I think the, I think for, uh, to psychoanalyze myself, I grew mm-hmm. up in a very rambunctious neighborhood. I had a friend tell me they could tell, like, they could tell when my family was watching a sitcom because they could hear everyone's laugh from the street. What the It's like hell? a very boisterous family. <laughs> And so I grew up as the youngest part, the youngest child here, and I'm a good amount younger than my brother. And I think part of it was like I just like sort of became a listener. And I just sort of was like, okay, you know, like I just sort of taken it. I was an observer of human behavior. What fucking sitcoms was your family watching? Oh man, Ever- Caroline in the City, <laughs> the Single Guy. <laughs> All right, I get it now. Yeah, real uh, gut busters. I just feel like one of them should be on stage hosting with me. I mean, what are you teeing up here? <laughs> that the show should end. I yeah, guess, the show should end. Uh, but Mitch, uh, very quickly moving on mm-hmm. from that, the the uh, you mentioned we're on we're in we're in Christmas December Eve rather. Yeah, yeah yep. Going I've into been, the Christmas holiday, I know you're a huge Christmas. I'm a fan. big Christmas man. How do you feel about the jolliest of seasons being upon us? <laughs> oh my God! You made a question about Christmas dorky somehow. <laughs> um. I like, I like, I'm a huge, who isn't a Christmas fan? Well, I mean, obviously, I guess some people don't celebrate it, but whatever. <laughs> whatever. We should all celebrate Christmas. I'll tell you why I think I like Christmas. I think that I do well with, like, dating around the holidays. <laughs> wow. Because I think I'm Santa-like in many ways. <laughs> and I think... <laughs> And this, if there's any month that women are going to be horny for a Santa-like man, it is, it's December. 
I it's just, true. Uh, I laugh so hard. I've been hard. dressing as Santa since I was in like high school and college. I used to do it for my friends' families. I laughed so hard I like spit into my hand, and then I wiped it on my face accidentally. Ugh. It's a real gross scene. It's fucking disgusting. Yeah. That is so, so funny. Yeah. The idea, the idea that women are horned up for a younger Santa. Santa from the reboot. It's true. So I love December. It's great. That's not the only reason, though, right? You've loved it since you were a boy, since yeah. before you were on the dating scene, but before Tinder even existed. Yeah, yes. Yeah, I, I loved, yeah, I loved Christmas forever. I, I, I mean, I liked the ideas of getting gifts when I was young. I, I, my mom, it was way too long for me with Christmas, where my mom, like, sat me down on the couch, and she was like, Santa, like, doesn't exist, you fucking idiot. It was like, it was, I was in, like, seventh grade. Right. And I was like, but like the spirit of Christmas does. And she's like, yeah, who gives a shit? You dumb <laughs> fucking idiot. Get the fuck out of here. Um, but no, I've always, it's a great time of year. I get to go home. I have my sabbatical in Quincy and uh, it's great. Do you have a favorite Christmas gift of all time? Huh? Favorite Christmas gift of all time. Yeah. You know what? My mom, I told you, I think I've said this on the podcast before, but I asked for moon shoes at one point. Do people remember moon shoes? And my mom, the Christmas, I didn't get them, and I was like, oh, I didn't get them. Uh, oh, well. And then my mom found them like five years later, and I was like 200 pounds. And she's like, moon shoes. Like, I found them in the attic. And I was like, cool. And then I like jumped, and the straps all broke. <laughs> but moon shoes I really wanted. I don't know, Gak. I don't know. What the fuck do you want me to say? I don't super, just... super Ghouls and Ghosts was a big one. Oh, that is a good that one. That was a big one, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, I mean, the plague, crowd went quiet. plagued by slowdown on the Super Nintendo. Yeah, but that's true. Still a very playable game. Yeah, we should keep going on this tangent. Let, let's keep talking about Capcom games from the '90s. <laughs> this is really clicking. Do you have a favorite? Do you, do you have a favorite gift? Mm, that's what a did good you question. ask for? I asked. Did for you, a lot you, of you're the type of kid who would be happy with coal. Actually, it's very. It actually burns very efficiently. <laughs> Uh, I'm this, a big video game guy. I love, mm-hmm. I love video games. So, yeah, I would, I would, I would I treasured getting video games as gifts. Okay. Yeah. I mean, something particular, something especially coming to mind. I'm sure I got bikes at some point. You know what? At one point, I did get a music stand, which I liked. <laughs> oh, my God. Because it made it easier to practice my bassoon. <laughs> you can only prop up your sheet music on your desk at home so many times before you want a proper music stand. Oh, my God. The thing that there's thousands of in every school? Well, you know, think I'm going to heist something for my public school? Your favorite is a music stand? What about the bassoon itself? I mean, that wasn't a gift. <laughs> All right, fine. Did you ever play any? Did you ever play any Christmas music on your bassoon for your family? That's a good question. I've told you this before. Yes. I, got, I had a saxophone, and I remember I went downstairs and I was like, "Mom, Dad," and my grandma and grandpa was there, and I and I, I think about this ba- back on this a lot, mm-hmm. where I was like, "Watch me play The Simpsons on my sax- saxophone," and I took my saxophone and I did. I didn't know how to play the saxophone at all. Right. And so I just went. And then I remember, like, in my mind, it's burning into my mind now that, like, my grandma, my grandpa, my nana, and my papa are all like, yay! And clapping, and they'd all be dead within two years. Right. And I wasted, like, 
I wasted like a good 20 minutes of their time. Yeah. In the last two years of their lives, listen to this kid. He like he died. Don't even know how to play the saxophone. This fat like, and these, I wasted their time. It sucks. And the whole time, their internal monologue is like, "Well, no great grandkids." <laughs> Mitch, let's introduce our guest. They knew that the second my head didn't fucking fit coming out the fucking passageway, yeah. baby. Yeah. I was a C-section baby right away. Yeah, that's C-plus section. <laughs> Let's introduce our guest. She's an actor and comedian from Veep, Comedy Bang Bang, and Wild Horses, the great Mary Holland! Oh, thank you for this. I requested Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves theme. <laughs> um, sometimes you come to see a regular Doughboy show, and sometimes you see a show with a little bit of magic. Holy shit! For our listeners in the feed, I won't even begin to describe <laughs> what Mary just did. There's this was people, just for the people in the House of Blues in San Diego because that was mind-blowing. There's people in the front row that are fucking puking. They had no idea what they saw. Someone guy, is speaking in tongues and is being escorted out by security. <laughs> you song just jumped off the balcony. I mean, you might have been planning to do that anyway. Pretty magical. Oh, I was told, what about your drop? Oh, Fuck. Wow. It's been a while. What the fuck do you want me to say? Oh, that's what you guys were waiting for over there. I was looking at you. I was like, what the fuck's the hold of? Anyways. Thank you, Mary. San Diego. And let me hit you with a little drop. After the meal, the waiter saw how big I was, and he, he jumped on my back, and he rode me around the outside of the restaurant. A hundred percent true. You got yoshi I got yoshi He's like, look at you, you're so big, and then he jumped on my back and rode me around. I, I went with it. Yeah. I started going, lung, <laughs> and pulling things into my mouth. Yeah, Mitch, uh, if you can get me right home, I'll just up on your back. God damn it. You know, this isn't becoming a thing, okay? All right, no, get on, let's go. And all the times, well, I will let it finish. In all the times I think we should get rid of drops, it's most definitely when we're staring out into a sea of people who are right. silent. They're just and I staring just, at people, nodding. Just looking out dead eyed while no one is having fun. <laughs> it's appropriate you teed it up with that story of you playing The Simpsons on the saxophone. Oh my so God. People, I'm, 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 you're saying I'm wasting these it's people's time. Very much paralleled that experience. That is so funny. It's it's so funny that you made those noises with your mouth. And yeah. like as a kid you're like same thing. Like you're right. you're like this is fooling people. Yeah. Like I remember in um I've told this story I think on on Wild Horses or something but when I was in second grade one of my best friends was very smart. She was like the smartest girl in our class and she was already reading like 
big kid books, like wow. more more than ten pages, right. like sort of shit. I don't even tackle that now. <laughs> <laughs> like like uh, you know, kind of paperback size. Mm. And I we would always have reading time during um, during the school day. And so and I my mom my mom as my mom puts it, she's like, I thought you had a big problem with phonics because um, I I really had a hard time reading. Um, I'm fine now, <laughs> but um, but yes, but. But one time during reading time, I was like, well, I want to, I can do that too. And so I just picked up a book off the like big kid rack and, um, and I opened it and I just started going like that. Mary is, is shaking her head from side to side. <laughs> Cause that's what I saw her doing. I was like, anybody can read, watch. <laughs> Which What's makes you deal? seem the most insane. Right. Like, <laughs> if I saw my kid doing that, I'm like, they have to go to the doctor. They're fucked up. Also, yeah. Who's watching me? Like, <laughs> right. who, who's keeping tabs on what I'm reading? Um, I, was extre- I was extremely uh, farsighted as a boy. I was extremely farsighted. Uh, I've told you. <laughs> I, 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 so I could see everything on the chalkboard great. Right. But then I, was, I would read with the book right in front of my face. And the teacher thought I was slow. This is true. Um, But it turns out, what? What what are you going to say, you piece of shit? (laughs) I'm not saying anything. So I was was holding the book right up to my face and reading it, and and they were like, like, we think he's slow. They were going to put me in... in, uh, in developmentally well, They said, we think you're slow? Well, I mean, they probably used a nicer term. Than it was that. a oh different God. time. And uh, like, they, were, they, thought I, they, had, they thought I had some, some problems, and I went to the doctor. I was almost blind. Oh, my God, Nick, your microphone. Whoa, crazy. That was wild. This thing just twirled around on its own. Um, <laughs> I went to the doctor. I was barely blind in one of my eyes. I wore an eye patch for a full year. No. Flesh-colored eye patch. Oh, that's so much worse. Yeah, why did you go flesh-colored? I got Did a you? choice, and I said, I want fucking flesh collar, baby. No, you didn't. <laughs> oh. Oh, it was I don't want to look like a pirate, something cool. I want to look deformed. <laughs> uh, yeah, I was nearly blind in an eye, and then I, I had thick glasses, and that's, that was the issue. As I, just, uh, it, I mean, it was weird that I still did it after the fact. I still read with my book close to my face. Right. <laughs> but uh, yeah, no, that, that, that's, that, it turned out I just couldn't see. How do you, because here's the thing, you, you're not someone who wears contacts, right? No. So how do you see... Well, the doctor gave, like, a very, like, scary warning. Uh Uh-huh. He was like, someday, like, be warned. And I was like, what? And he was like, someday you will become extremely nearsighted. Like the soothsayer from Julius Caesar? Yeah. (laughs) You know, he really did warn me. He was like, someday you're going to become extremely nearsighted. And I was like, all right, see you later, you fucking idiot. And I walked out. And I've been seeing fine ever since. Did he say how to prevent it? Was he like, beware if you don't blank? No, he might have. I don't know. (laughs) Uh, I wore wore glasses for a long time, and then I stopped wearing, I stopped, I went to middle school, and I wanted to look cool. Right. Oh, yeah. And so I got rid of my glasses. I got contacts. And I wore those for like a week, and I was like, "This sucks," and I stopped wearing them. And my eyes corrected themselves. So you have you you've been to I an optometrist? Yeah, exactly. I don't think I don't think the human body works that way. <laughs> but have you like been to an optometrist and they've like been like you don't need and you don't need glasses? He told me I had. Yes, I went to a I went to an eye doctor and he said I had the best vision. No, who did you Come go on. to? I did. He said I had the best vision he had ever seen. No, Mitch. And he retired. Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> uh. I used to want braces so bad. I thought, what on earth? What? 
<laughs> I wanted them so bad. I thought they looked so cool. So I would I would take a paper clip and I would unfold it and put it. It was really not. Wow. I would put it over my teeth. Um, and it really hurt. <laughs> but it was worth it. It was worth it. Because everyone was like, oh, do you? No, you don't have braces. But, braces are a nightmare. That is the worst thing to ever wear. Well, then I did get braces, and they are a nightmare. They're yeah, horrible. They're, they're awful. You were ta- Nick, you are talking about food. that like you would. I would have food shoot out of my mouth like 12 hours after I ate it. Yeah, it's brutal. Like a nugget would shoot out. I When I had braces, I just stopped brushing my teeth. I was like, oh, I don't need to brush them anymore. Like, wow. They're in braces. What am I going to do? People were mad. (laughs) Sorry. I'm sorry. Uh, They're better now. They're all wooden. (laughs) Uh, Mary, I want to talk a little bit about some some breaking chews that pertains to you. You you and uh, and, uh, uh, Matt Newell, your boyfriend, came on our podcast to talk about medieval times. You used to work at Mm. medieval times. Yes. they have a new storyline. Oh my god! That involves for the first time not a king but a queen. I when I was so thrilled to see that headline, and I was at the same time so jealous with my <laughs> with my whole body. I was jealous, um, and I'm I'm like trying to figure out a way that I can somehow uh, work my way into that. Like right. would, could I email medieval times at medieval times.org? Yes. <laughs> and, and be like, can I play? Can I do it? I think I, they'd be lucky to have you. That would be amazing. I don't know. We'll see, but guys, but, right. <laughs> thanks guys. Um, yeah, I was overjoyed to hear that news. That is so exciting. Would you it's do? Crazy, would you do right? a one night back special? I would do it for five years. <laughs> <laughs> or I would drop at everything all? and do it for five years. <laughs> um, no, I would. I, I think that would be so fun to get to do it for one night. I do, I'm sure they don't uh, allow that, but if they do, oh God, what a dream! It's so exciting. It really is. That's awesome. And I, how the, the timing of that is so wild. Yeah, I mean, like it was very soon after we did our show. Right. Yeah. Just. It just. I mean, we gotta. We gotta return and we gotta revisit this new story because I'm gonna be. I'm really intrigued in how they integrate that with the falconry and the uh, rough riding. Um, but the. <laughs> but yeah, the it, it's so you're there, Nick. I, I heard good news yes. too. That uh, Medieval Times is also looking for equine fluffers. <laughs> All right. <laughs> so, one night only. Come on, Nick. You know my immediate family is in the audience. <laughs> You're telling everyone. I wasn't saying you put it in your fucking mouth. Oh, God. Jesus Christ. Nick, what? I'm saying Nick. I wasn't saying that. Yeah, I was just saying you jack off a horse. <laughs> There's nothing wrong with that. Good they God. know. <laughs> they know? They know. Uh, but beyond, <laughs> the, beyond, beyond, the medi- <laughs> beyond what's happening with medieval times, you were telling us something else backstage, and I found this fascinating because this is something I have not experienced. You are, you are something of an escape room fanatic. Oh, yeah. What is it about escape rooms, and what, what is the escape room experience for a neophyte? Okay. Um, oh my God. Uh, okay. So Jesus Christ, I just wasn't ready. Um, <clears throat> I got a quick question. Is this considered an escape room? <laughs> People are going to climb over each other to get the fuck out of here. 
Um, I love escape rooms so much. I love puzzles. I love teamwork. I love ensembles. That's why I'm an actor. <laughs> I, um, I really, uh, there's something about having, and, and you know, some are better than others. Like right. some puzzles are better than others. Like, uh, but there's something about the, the, the having to accomplish a, a task in a certain amount of time and they're, they're puzzles and you are required to work with other people to solve it, it makes me feel like a kid again. Like I feel like, oh, we're, this is, um, it's like, uh, it's like exercises to help us learn how to count and... <laughs> What am I saying? Uh, <laughs> it's like, it really takes me back to my, uh, I feel so playful. I don't know. Right. I just feel so free. I feel like the most myself that I've ever felt. Um, and <laughs> the escape room experience, I would say, I mean, I could definitely give you some advice about like, so you've never done I've one. I've never done one. And Mitch, have you ever done I've one? I've never done one either. Okay. Has anybody in the audience done them? And do wow. we, do we love them? Woo. Yeah. Hashtag escape boom. Who? Anyone? Any? Any? Any uh, escape room skeptics? Hashtag escape doom. <laughs> <laughs> just a couple. Just a couple people. Ooh, a couple right. people. Yeah. Listen, I mean, you can have a bad experience, especially if you if you here is one thing that will that will guarantee maybe not a bad experience, but a not optimal experience is if you go with too many people. Right. Because if you go mm. with eight plus people, it depends on the room, obviously. <clears throat> um. But if you go too many people, then then it, it ends up being some people working on puzzles and most people just standing around watching other people working on puzzles. Right. Ideally, four to six people get in there with people that you like, that you uh, uh, that are game for a good time, and I, I promise you'll have the most fun. I don't, why do you want to escape the room is what I think. We talked about this with the movie room. And I think the, the the room is not a room is nice. I want to stay in a room. <laughs> Just get cable and relax. A so room. your takeaway from the harrowing survival tale room. <laughs> Was that you'd like to just be in there. Oh, God, Mitch. The room was nice. The room was nice. Look, my issue with the movie room is that the room seemed nice. It had a skylight. You need to give it a second viewing. (laughs) It was a nice room. It's a fictional story, for God's sakes. Don't get mad at me. Oh, boy. I like a room. I like to sit in a room and, and not do anything. No, I also like to sit in rooms. Like, I find I'm mostly in rooms right. sitting. But I, I think it, it's, 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 like, it's like someone telling you, oh, oh, it's like, oh, shoot. I wish I could think of what it's like. I, it's, it, there's something about being assigned a task and given a deadline mm, yeah. that really uh, just feels so good. Mm. This 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 feels right up Weiger's alley, honestly. I yeah. really think you would enjoy them. Yeah, yeah. I could assign Mitch a task and give him a deadline, and he would not fulfill it. <laughs> That's right. Uh, but yeah. I, I could. I don't know. I, I like it. Also, though, it kind of stresses me out because I feel like I would think I could do it well, and then if I couldn't, I would feel very inadequate. Like if I couldn't solve a puzzle, I get stuck on something, I'd feel like a fool. And and I I definitely do feel that way a lot. Right. But but it's but mostly I just enjoy the challenge. Right. Like I mm. it feels good to make your brain think in ways that like you you don't have to in your day to day life. Like um, it just it's really really great. And it, it you sort of come out of it feeling like whoa that was ooh, crazy. <laughs> I, I I have a flip on it. 
if you escape outside, the escape is you get to go into a room and relax. You don't have to be outdoors anymore. Because if there was a thing like that, I'd be like fucking Tom Brady. I'd quarterback that shit. I'd get us inside in a fucking instant. I guarantee it. You'd pull off the reverse Shawshank. I mean... Claw, <laughs> claw through an underground tunnel and then dig into a cell. I think you're I'd just... I'd pass by Andy Dufresne in the tunnel. <laughs> yeah. What the fuck are you thinking? You're going to go out there into the fucking open? I got three hots and a cot. I'm sitting pretty. You just are describing a locked door. Yeah. <laughs> there's, been, there's, there's been moments in my life where I think prison seems interesting. No! I can't do this. <laughs> What's the matter with you? If you went to prison for like three years, I'd probably get really great at sit-ups, first of all. Sure. You and then what else? TV. Is there a pool? <laughs> <laughs> I feel I like you need to watch some lockups or something. Yeah. Get an idea of what this experience is. Again, I think there's a lot of... There's a lot of things that you just don't know. <laughs> it's just there's a lot of the world that you have a I think false pr- conception. I, I don't want to go to prison. To, you need to get out of rooms and go see the world. <laughs> no, I've been out there. It sucks. <laughs> um, so, uh, Mary, one other thing that yeah. that it per- per- pertains to your past experiences on the show. Yeah, we have a seafood focus chain tonight, mm-hmm. and you. Pr- mm. I know that you are you are a big fan of one of our earliest episodes of Long John Silver's. You came on and reviewed That's it. That's right. Have you, uh, uh, like, uh, how do you feel beyond the Long John Silver's experience, which is very much this fried sort of fast food version? Mm-hmm. How do you feel about seafood in general? Are you a seafood fanatic? Oh, yeah. I, I like seafood a lot. I will say, though, that um, I, I can easily get sort of overloaded with it. Right. Like, like um, I love, I, one thing I can't get enough of is uh, snow crab legs. I will mm. crack a lack mm. all day long. I love People them. are cheering. I like yeah. that. Yeah. I, do, I genuinely like that. That's great. <laughs> They're actually talking about food. <laughs> <laughs> um, but fish I can grow very tired of, except for sushi. Like That's, that's another interesting thing is I, I really can grow very tired of cooked fish very mm. quickly. I, I've sort of like, Ugh, I get it. It's, it's that. Right. But, um, but raw fish, I'm like, whoa, it's, you you know, it's something new. <laughs> I don't know. It's different. Do you have like a, like a, when we're talking sushi, do you have yeah. a favorite kind? Oh, yeah. What do you I, go with? I love salmon. I love mm, raw yeah. salmon. Yeah, you um, get a good salmon. That's delightful. Oh, my gosh. Salmon, sushi, salmon, sashimi. I, I will almost exclusively get salmon right. rolls or sushi. Mitch, how do you, what, what's your, uh, what's your sushi consumption like? I, uh, th- th- I'm a big salmon as a giant bear of a man. I like salmon as well. <laughs> um, whether it's I, caught with your own paw from a stream, <laughs> whether it's fed to you on a plate. <laughs> I don't frequent streams, you asshole. Um, I, uh, I'm, I, I'll, I'll have a lobster. You know what? The, my last two meals when I was home, uh-huh. uh, one was lobster. I had a lo- I had a lobster dinner. You're talking home like in Quincy, Massachusetts. In Quincy, Mass. Yeah. yeah, I had a lobster dinner and uh, and stuffed clams. That's fun. And then uh, and then I had my mom's baked haddock. Then I said, which she makes a great baked haddock. Mm. So she she would make her. You would you'd be blown away by this. Trust oh, me. I bet. I agree with you. Cooked seafood, whatever. But my issue with the lobster is you got to pull it apart, and you know, like uh, can be a lot of work. I, oh, that's what I love about. About it. We really? Were, we were, we were, I love to escape the crab. Like, <laughs> you're the crab's hole, and you got to figure out how to get the meat out. It's so fun. 
We we had lobster. This was the fucked up thing. Is we had we had lobster for my second to last dinner home, uh-huh. and I broke it open. I was like, "What the fuck is that?" Like in the lobster, my mom was like, "It's the eggs." Oh, it was yeah. lobster eggs. I was like, "Oh, what the fuck?" Like it was a, it was about to give birth to a baby lobster or something. And yeah, not no more. It ain't. Yeah, yeah no shit. <laughs> I ate it. Did you eat the eggs? No, I did. No, I did not eat the eggs. But, if, no. but lobster, uh, lobster eggs are they a thing? Like, do people the eat row, them? It's the probably, row? Yeah, it's probably a delicacy. They I were like, know. it was like orange. It was very strange. My grandpa used to eat the. I think it's called tamale. You know the green, uh, the green shit inside of the lobster. Yes. Oh yeah. He ate all. He would eat all. All of the it. innards, all the guts. Yeah. It was. Just, I mean, he also was like. He basically had like Alzheimer's. Okay. <laughs> oh, Jesus. So he was eating a shoe and. He was, I don't know, he called me Harold. I loved him, but he was old. I don't know, he ate the weird shit in the lobster. Oh, man. What a He bummer. called me Harold and George. It was great. I loved him. He's the man, I've said this before on the, on, the, on the podcast, he threw, I came home with my grandma and had a full Happy Meal. He threw the entire thing in the fire. <laughs> and it was like, by the way, summertime. Right. And he had a cord of oxygen dangling from his neck, like dynamite, over the fire. Why it, was there a fire in the summertime? He, he was making them. It was fucking crazy. <laughs> it was crazy. He had oxygen deficiency. Oh. Which I'm sure to suffer from as well. Yeah, Jesus. Yeah. I wonder, do, do you have suspect at all that this was all a cover story so he could fuck with you? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that would be hilarious, bro. <laughs> um, I I like the uh, I, I, as far as seafood goes, I, I will sometimes like a whole fish, like in, in terms of like a little bit of work. Like you get like a whole, uh, like a well done whole fish. That's a, that's something of a treat. You want to see its head? Yeah, I mean, I'm down to see its head. I know really? what I mean. Yeah, I mean, not like you know. I don't know. I mean, like, like it doesn't have to be. So you would have liked the baby lobster eggs in the lobster that I found. No, I would not have liked that. That's a little too grim for me. I actually for that movie in the bedroom. Uh, the <laughs> room of, uh, Sissy Spacek, the one where she breaks the plate in the Oscar clip. Um, you were the one who let him get away with everything. Uh, but, <laughs> but, thank you. Uh, but uh, they, they like have a they they the guy's like a lobsterman and he goes out there and he shows one of the the lobsters with eggs and he's like if you get one of these in the bedroom title line uh, meaning the lobster trap they call in the bedroom you have oh. to throw it back as like oh. part of, so I think you probably weren't supposed to have that lobster you weren't sp- why oh, did you do that up. Mitch I didn't catch it myself oh for my God's God. sakes that's crazy that's what in the bedroom is about. It's in about the- fishing? <laughs> that's no, that's an element of it. That's just like that's just like local color in the movie. But then Strange. it's ultimately about he's having a the son is having who's the fucking John Connor in Terminator 3. That actor uh, is having an affair with Marissa Tomei and who's older than him and then her husband uh, like kills him. And then it's all a re- murder revenge story. Jesus. Yeah, it's really grim. Check it out. A lot of fun. <laughs> I don't like things that grim. But anyway, here's the grim movie I watched that I love. I remember every moment from. I don't want to see the fish's face when I ate it. I don't, I don't need to see his face. I'm into it. What? Though you're into it? Okay, I'm not. Okay, that sounded bad. I don't like. 
it's I I can tell that the product like it feels like it's I have a better sense of what the product is if that makes sense. Like your parents me- are just nodding and being like, "You got you finally get it. <laughs> this is what we fucking lived with for thirty years." Like, does part of you feel like, "Oh, I owe it to this fish to look it in the eye." Mm. I mean, it's not registering it, but right. but. Like, oh, I I should know the animal that this comes from. Like, I shouldn't. Is that part of it? Or yeah, I think that I think it could. I think he just likes to look. You you like to look at it in the face for some reason. That's not even an element. Like, it's just that I know that the product is. I know what the product is. Oh, I see. I I have a sense that it's fresh, and then like eating it and and deboning it and everything as you go is like kind of fun in the same way that dissecting a crab is fun. Yeah. Uh, also, you can pull a Heathcliff and just put it down your throat and then pull out just the skeleton if you want to impress somebody. I thought you hated Heathcliff. I do hate Heathcliff, but he's got some good ideas. <laughs> Spoon Man, I've always struggled with finding time to manage my finances. At the end of a busy week podcasting, the last thing I want to do is spend time budgeting all of my expenses or tracking down customer service teams to cancel old subscriptions. I no longer use, but now I use Rocket Money and it does all of that for me. That's right, Wags. Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps lower your bills so that you can grow your savings. With Rocket Money, I have full control over my subscriptions and a clear view of my expenses. I can see all of my subscriptions in one place, and if I see something I don't want, Rocket Money can help me cancel it with a few taps. I love how the dashboard shows me this month's spending compared to last month so I can clearly see my spending habits. Plus, they'll help me create a custom budget and keep my spending on track. Rocket Money will even try to negotiate to lower your bills for you by up to 20%. Wow. All you have to do is submit a picture of your bill and Rocket Money takes care of the rest. They'll deal with customer service for you, Wags. Rocket Money has over 5 million users and has saved a total of $500 million in canceled subscriptions, saving members up to $740 a year when using all of the app's features. Bye-bye, Doughboys Double. Stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash doughboys. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. You know, Mitch, I got something I really need to get off my chest. Let's hear it, Wags. What's up? I've been having problems. Oh, no. Well, why is it we, we all carry around stressors, big and small? It's true, and when we keep them bottled up, it can start to affect us negatively, like my problems. Well, therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. Why is what's on your chest? Let's see. Problems, issues, difficulties, struggles, the whole lot. Well, how do you feel getting them off your chest? A lot better. Well, Wags, you know what? It makes sense because anytime I use therapy, I feel better. Mm. It's like going to the gym for your mind. You get the gunk out. You feel better. It's helpful for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself, and it isn't just for those who've experienced major trauma. So if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapist anytime for no additional charge. Wags, get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Doughboys today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Doughboys. Mitch, listeners, did you know learning actually makes a sound? It's true. 
Listen to this. That's the sound of you learning a new language with Babbel. Be a better you in 2024 with Babbel, the science-backed language learning app that actually works. Don't pay hundreds of dollars for private tutors or waste hours on apps that don't really help you speak the language. Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons are handcrafted by over 200 language experts to help you start speaking new language in as little as three weeks. And Babbel's designed by real people for real conversations. Wow. Babbel's tips and tools are approachable, accessible, rooted in real-life situations, and delivered with conversation-based teaching so you're ready to practice what you've learned in the real world. Mitch, you know what I love about Babbel is the courses are convenient. They help me learn real-life conversation skills in my chosen language, Spanish. Makes it easier to order food, ask mm. for directions, speak to people here in Los Angeles uh, without having to consult language apps uh, while you're on the go. Well, Wag, studies from Yale, Michigan State University, and others continue to prove Babbel is better. One study found that using Babbel for 15 hours is equivalent to a full semester at college. And you don't want to go anywhere near a college campus these days with all those protests. No thanks. Babbel has over 16 million subscriptions sold. Plus, all of Babbel's 14 award-winning language courses are backed by their 20-day money-back guarantee. Wags, <laughs> and all those protesters out there... Here's a special <laughs> limited time deal for our listeners. Right now, get up to 60% off your Babbel subscription, but only for our listeners at Babbel.com slash Doughboys. Get up to 60% off at Babbel.com slash Doughboys, spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash Doughboys. Rules and restrictions may apply. Uh, let's, right. get, let's get into this week's chain. Rubios. How do people, a San Diego native chain, how do people out here feel about Rubios? Applause if you have Rubios fans. I'd say, a, to me, that's a, that seems like a mixed 70-30 approval, disapproval sort of split. It seems like people are mostly on board with it to read the, re, the crowd reaction. Yeah. Um, founded right here in San Diego. Uh, at one point, they, they used to be called the uh, Rubio's Fresh Mexican Grill. They recently changed to Rubio's Coastal Grill. Mm. So their subheader is, has changed up a little bit. Great change. Yeah, kind of lateral. Yeah. yeah. Kind of lateral. Uh, they, you know, one of the big fish taco popularizers in the U.S., along with some other chains, uh, and you know, they they de they are one of those chains. That I think one of the first ones that has that big salsa bar with all the fixins, uh, which is kind of a staple of all these concepts. Now, I will say, the first time I had a fish taco was actually at Taco Bell. Wow! There Oof. was a time in the 90s when there was a very brief window, and I don't know if it was a test market thing or whatever, but one of the Taco Bells in Long Beach had fish tacos, and I got it, and I remember getting it, and, and it was just like a fish stick within like a like one of their soft tortillas. And you threw it out the window because there was no fucking face to look yeah. at? <laughs> 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 What is this? Yeah, and I remember just thinking it was so weird. And then when a, later in life when I got an actual fish taco and it was also fried, I was like, oh, I guess that was, even though that was a Taco Bell version of it, that was, that's still closer to what, I, to what a fish taco actually was than I thought, which I assumed mm. it was like grilled fish or something like that. But usually it is, it is something battered. Um, how, it, like, uh, before we get into this chain, uh, Mary, Mitch, are you guys, how do you guys feel about fish tacos in the abstract? Are you on board as seafood fans? Oh, the yeah. fuck question is that? How do you feel about fish tacos in general? Divorced from this chain. Is oh, that a oh, okay, yeah. I love fish. I love battered fish tacos. Yeah, yeah. I love them. I love them. I love them. I never, I never ate fish tacos a lot growing up. Right. Um, 
But uh, I you, like I like them a lot. Yeah, I, I I had never eaten them either. I had never eaten them until I yeah went to here, California. Uh, yeah, California for same thing for me too. Mm-hmm. Uh, I never I never had, but I, I'm 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 a big fan. There's there's some that are really great in Los Angeles, which I think maybe makes it tough, and in San Diego, uh, which <laughs> which makes it makes it hard to when it's lower quality. It's you're, not, you're right. it's not that great. Yeah. Yeah, definitely something where you want to where you want to make sure that fish is is solid. Yeah. Um, well, uh, well, I li- I'm I will say I will admit that I am a Rubio's fan. Go, it's like a, this is like a place I will just go to. I would just like I I like Rubio's. My lovely wife Natalie and I will sometimes make a trip out to Rubio's. Um, and uh, and so <laughs> I had that bias going in. Uh, the meal I had was this past Tuesday. I went to the Marina del Rey location. Uh, I got a, a two-taco plate, which comes with their no-fried. This is trademarked. No-fried wow. pinto beans. They specifically are, like, not refried beans uh, and chips. Uh, you get two tacos with that. That's so confusing, the wording of that. No-fried pinto beans. Yeah. Did you guys get the beans? No. I did. No, no beans for Mary. Mitch, no what, beans Mitch, for did me. you get those beans? Yeah. You what did you think of them beans? You should have fucking thrown them in the fryer if you ask me. <laughs> All right, beans, refried beans are not deep fried. It's not like you're... <laughs> it's not drop, like you're putting down some onion rings. beans in a hot Hey, oil. but that sounds pretty good, doesn't it, folks? <laughs> does sound good. <laughs> Some county fair is going to have that. It's like a, something you can get on a dare. They're going to get the blue ribbon, baby. <laughs> uh, I, I like the beans. I think they, they are like, there's a lot of pepper in those beans. Like a lot of just like black pepper. It's a, it's a big element. Um, but I think they're good. They're just like, they basically just stew them for so long that they get mushy. It's just funny that there's a not good group of people here tonight. Yeah. They came here to hear you say, I like the beans. <laughs> The beans are good, good everyone. The beans, I like the beans. <laughs> I mean, they didn't come here specifically to hear that. Did anyone come here specifically for that? <laughs> wow. <laughs> everyone? I stand corrected. <laughs> everyone. Everyone. People are leaving right now, satisfied. <laughs> do people we got not, what we paid for. Do they not do the refried beans because it's like, this is healthier, or are they just like, we're so different? My assumption is that it was it was born out of like the getting away from fried foods, getting away from from oils of the the, the health con- that health conscious era of the nineties. That's, that's my the, that's, that's my assumption. The coastal element coming yes. in. Yes, yeah. So someone thinks you are wrong. Someone in thinks the front I'm wrong. wrong. <laughs> no. <laughs> Big thumbs down from the first row. What's your wait? What's what's your explanation? They're just not. They're just not. Okay. <laughs> there was no logic no, behind you it. They fool. were just. What's the answer? They're just not. <laughs> oh. oh, okay. Sorry. Yeah, no, that makes more sense. <laughs> I mean, it's a it's a debate technique you can't come back from. Yeah. No, you you're gonna... just wrong. All right. <laughs> oh shit. All right. Moving on. Um, but uh, uh, I do I do enjoy the beans. They're they're good and mushy. They're satisfying in the same way that refried beans are. Maybe just a little lighter and healthier. <laughs> I like the. We got one more in. I like the beans. Uh, yeah, I, they were they, they, they were they were okay. They're 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 at, at minimum fine. They they're, were they were a little they were a little sludgy. I mean like not sl- right. That's true. I, I, I know. I, I almost wanted to be kind of loose. I wanted to get the individual bean going. You know what I mean? What? You just want some like pintos. I like to feel those beans moving around in my mouth, baby. Jesus Christ! 
<laughs> I, I tell you what, I never go for beans. Beans oh, interesting. are. I, I see beans on a menu. I look the other way. Wow. Um, I Why? Just, uh, I just they just don't. <laughs> oh um, my god! All right, sorry. <laughs> I don't know. I I really. <laughs> I don't mind the texture. I don't mind the flavor. I loved. Well, I like baked beans actually. But even then, I, I'm. I'll only eat them if they're put in front of me. I won't like seek them out. I don't right. seek out beans, and I don't know why. Mm. You know, it's a good underrated it. mascot. The Bushes baked bean dog. Oh God, that dog oh, rolls. He's a good name? dog. That dog's so great. He's a he's a wise what dog. What the fuck is his name? What is his name? He's a golden retriever. Someone knows. Duke. 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 Oh, man. Is he here? <laughs> he must be a million years old at this point. <laughs> he's, a, he's, a, he's an intelligent dog. I would like to have a combo with that dog. Mitch, listen to yourself. <laughs> <laughs> Try to get the beans recipe out of him. Oh, wait, no, it's the other way around. He's always trying to get the beans recipe out of someone else, right? Is out that what of it his, is? Out of his, uh, his dad or <laughs> what is his, his owner. What his is dad? his end game? His mom and dad are humans. I've read yes. into the history of him, but they birthed a dog. Right. Um, and he talks. He, so he, has, he, he, he like talks and goes to school and stuff. Sort and of a Stuart Little glasses? situation. <laughs> What's that? Does he wear glasses or no? Um, yeah. <laughs> You I feel like know. I've seen him wearing glasses in some segments. I Maybe like, like they I were doing too. a little skit where he like had like a lab coat on. He was sort of being a little professorial. The, fir- uh, the first yeah. commercial, the first commercial is his mom, his human mom, giving birth to him. I have not. They seen show that. him. They show him coming out, and he's like, "Well, this is interesting." And then it says bushes. Yeah. Oh God, we're at the House of Blues. <laughs> Pull it together. I went blue, baby. Yeah. <laughs> House of Blues is also a good nickname for my house on Palmerston. <laughs> the House of Blues. <laughs> I'm a sad man, folks. <laughs> house of Blue Balls. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not masturbating? <laughs> <laughs> they know. Uh, the, uh, yeah, that, that, that dog is awesome. He's the best. Um, <laughs> All right, moving on. What a Duke movie. I love him. I mean, they, I guess they are... The, do, do any of the buddies... The buddies began to talk later on. Wait, which bunnies are you talking about? The buddies. The Air, Air Buddy buddies. franchise. Air buddies. Yeah, okay, so the, the, the buddies... <laughs> Mitch just looked at me so intensely. Because <laughs> I, I thought we were on the same page. I was like, you know, Air Buddy... And like, we, we locked eyes, and she's like, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> In the Air Buddy franchise... Air Buddy's a dog who plays basketball. Yeah. People know who Air Buddy then is. Then later on, there's Little Buddies. Right. Well, you skipped a bunch of... I mean, there's, there's I mean, the whole... <laughs> there's the whole... He plays basketball. He plays football in Air Bud 2, Golden Receiver. Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. He plays soccer in Air Bud World Pup. Um, he plays beach volleyball. He goes through a bunch of different sports. And then ultimately, they have <laughs> they have the Buddies spinoff move. Air Buddies, which is first the Air, the Air Bud puppies playing volleyball... Or yeah. playing basketball, rather. And then they turn that franchise into just an adventure franchise, which is so wildly off the original premise. Yeah. Right. But yeah, they go to... Sp- I've seen Space Buddies. I've seen... And I have seen Spooky Buddies. Spooky Buddies is... <laughs> Spooky Buddies is not as good. I've, I've Spooky seen them- Buddies Wait, is not they- as good? Hold on a second. Space... You think Space Buddies is better than Spooky Buddies? It's a little, it's a little easier to follow, and it's a little less scatological. <laughs> 
they do. They start. They have a fat dog in it. They have like a plumper puppy. He's yes. not that fat, but they just designate him as the fat puppy. And they just sort of like they make him like he farts a lot in the later ones. And I just like it. That's not my which is bullshit. I'm sick of those fat. We don't fart all the time, right? Who's with me? <laughs> Some other fat guy in the audience. We're, we're good. We're, we don't fart. That, that's, we don't fart all the time like that. That's what people came here to hear you say. We don't fart all the time. <laughs> um, I, you know, you're on an airplane. You hear it, you you have this terrible smell. Yeah. I feel like I'm getting eyes constantly. Right. I'm like, I didn't fucking do that. You are not. I will what? say, Mitch. I. <laughs> There's a lot that I insult you about, but you are a man who smells nice. Hell yeah! Um, the, well, uh, I'm happy we didn't tell that stick story. It's very <laughs> funny to think of people looking at people when they smell, like on an airplane, especially because I feel like if that's happened with it, okay, if I if I've been in an airplane and I've smelled a fart, the last thing I want to do is like look around and make eye contact with whoever right. did it. I swear to God, because because I'm get I'm eating shit for it half the time. <laughs> I'm trying to find the person and stare them down. But but I have a question. Who like are you say you get eyes though? Are people like craning over like their seats to and like look? Looking at you and shaking I have head. So- I-, <laughs> <laughs> I know what you did. <laughs> that's what it feels like. I feel like in my mind, I don't fart on airplanes. I think that's fucked up. Yeah. Don't do it. Yeah, hold it in. Don't wear sweatpants and fart. I mean, go to the bathroom. Luck. Good luck trying to. <laughs> <laughs> People think, here's the thing, because it's very loud on an airplane. There's all that ambient yeah. noise. People think they can just, oh, like, they can let get it away rip. With it. Oh, yeah. But it's just, like, they're the you can't, nothing mutes the smell in there. If yeah, anything, it amplifies it. It's, yeah. <laughs> get in yeah. there. Go to the lavatory. Go to the lavatory. I'm making eyes. So, words out. If you're fucking doing it, I'm going to find you. <laughs> I'm going to do it. And also, I hate that when you go to a house and there's a dog or something. Right. And then people think it's you. It's the fucking dog. <laughs> Why is everyone accusing me of this shit? It's Duke. It's fucking Duke, the talking dog who did it's the it. Yeah, spooky it's buddy. The fucking dog who's obsessed with beans might be the culprit. Uh, there should be a Duke movie is what I want to say. There should be a Duke movie. That's a great That's a idea. That's a good idea. Yeah. That's better than so many other of these properties that have been turned into franchises. Uh, so the, so oh, the, Nick. Yeah, what? The the monster cereal is gonna be. Uh, they're making them into a f- next franchise. They are. They're making. Which I, is really? what you and you you said that Nick said this at one point. Yes. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah, I think they're. I mean, I think it's a. This is a solid idea. Make Count Chocula, Boo Berry, Frankenberry, and then also oh, who am I missing? Yummy Mummy. Yeah. I, that makes sense. That's a, that's an easy kid. Yummy movie. Mummy. That sucks. Yeah. <laughs> yummy Mummy. Like a little kid saying yeah. that's fucking perverted and weird. Right. <laughs> No one's making it preferred it but you. Um, Pull them off the shelves. Um, is the premise that they have to escape the cereal box mm. or before they get eaten? That's interesting. Yeah, because they probably would do like a meta take in this yeah. day and age. Post-Lego movie, they, right. they come out with some sort of meta thing where they know they're like in the real world and they know their cereal mascots or something. Is they that, talk about how random it is. Did you do, is that because you like escape rooms so much? No, no. <laughs> no. <laughs> I'm not forcing it. I just think escapes are interesting. <laughs> you should put them in more movies. <clears throat> 
Uh, but yeah, that's a great idea. Duke movie's a great idea. Uh, these are all home runs. So uh, the... <laughs> Said dis- so dismissively. <laughs> these are all brilliant. And... Uh, I love... I just... Uh, I, I love the... Uh, I, I like the beans, as I mentioned. The fish tacos. <laughs> we're, gonna move, we're not just going to talk about beans. So he, you have a choice with the no, fish tacos. it's an all-bean app. We tricked you guys. <laughs> oh, shoot. I didn't prepare. <laughs> Turn to the House of Blues and the House of Legumes. <laughs> uh, there was a poo. Now, now we got. Now House of Booze has been realized. <laughs> I get you there. Oh, I hope it was your family. <laughs> they left. They left at minute twelve. Uh, so with the fish tacos, you've got a choice between the original fish taco, which is uh, which is the battered cod, white sauce, mild salsa, and cabbage, or the fish taco especial, which also includes cheese, uh, cilantro, onion, and a little bit of that guac. I prefer the especial, but I got the the fish taco this time. It's good. It's very. It's like it's really solid. It's a really good execution, especially at a chain mm. of a fish taco. Yeah. Like it just do, it just does the job well. Um, and then I paired that with a langostino lobster. Uh, taco, which is the which is the so langostino is a thing where it's it's actually it's a, it's a it's not technically a lobster it's actually a type of crab and this is a big industry a big issue within the seafood industry uh, but I won't spend too much time on that tangent. No but no no please go on the lobster. <laughs> The lobster taco has garlic herb butter and some uh, some of those has avocados uh, and uh, some cabbage, cilantro, onion, and a chipotle sauce on a warm flour tortilla. I just don't like the langostino that much. I would have rather had a second uh, second fish taco. The garlic sauce was nice, um, and the warm flour tortilla actually worked well holding up for these ingredients, even though I per- yeah. normally prefer corn tortillas. But I just don't think this was... Uh, I, I just I, give me give me real lobster or don't fuck around with this langostino. You know, it, it's it just sounds like, like, it's like a half a, measure. It sounds like the yeah, I agree, I agree. Yeah, no, he's right. Uh, langostino sounds like a shitty guy who gets whacked in Goodfellas. <laughs> <laughs> Jimmy Langostino and they, like it sounds it sounds right. langostino sounds fucking shit. It sounds shitty inherently. Yeah, and I don't I, and I agree with you. Give me real lobster. I I, I want I want I want the real deal. Um, what did you guys get from a from an entree standpoint? Um, I got the uh, taco trio or the trio the three. I got the um, original fish taco, the mm. uh, mahi mahi taco. That's a that's a grilled fish taco, correct? Yeah, the shrimp taco, and then I also got wild, and I got uh, the the steak and chicken gourmet taco, which I have to say were out of this world. They were incredible. Really? They were so good. What's the deal? What's the deal with these gourmet? They they sound just like nicer. It had they had they have little bacon on it. Wow. Little bacon. And they have they also like did something with the cheese where and I was like, what is this? Where the cheese was like a sheet. And it was like it was like fried and like in the <laughs> taco shell. It was so good. I, I had never had anything like that. Um and so that's what I got. And, but that sounds the, amazing. The word that came to mind when I was eating that original fish taco, because I, I was like, oh, I got to describe this. I got to have to talk about it. And I was like, hmm, fruity. <laughs> Which I don't know if they would want me to say that. But I, I can kind of get it. Cause there yeah, was like it, a mangoey something or something. Yeah, I mean like that, 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 that mild salsa <laughs> comboed with that, with that cabbage slaw. And then that, that's, it's kind of a sweet cream sauce. Yeah, on there. It's yeah. got a little bit of sweetness to it. So I can kind of see that. Thank you, Nick. 
Uh, Mitch, what did you I, do, Andre? I believed it. She just she just gave me an intense stare. Well, I, do you believe me or not? I do. I believe it was sweet, damn it. Um, I had, I went with a friend of the show, Bug Mane. Ooh, split crowd on Bug Mane. <laughs> um, he's not here. Um... And we'll never be at a live show. Unless or, we can have someone who censors while we're doing a live show. Yeah. <laughs> yeah can um, we get like a seven second delay on anything Bug Main says? Put we'll it on the do back. What Kanye West does and like take everyone's phones before the fucking show starts. Uh, he says some bad stuff. Uh, anyways, uh, I got a uh, chicken quesadilla um, with chips and the pinto beans, Nick. And then I also got the lobster tacos, the, the langostino tacos. And I did a San Diego favorite. I got myself a fucking California burrito, baby. That is a, that is a thing they've great. recently added to the menu. They didn't used yep. to have it with some fries in there. Mm-hmm. Mm. And uh, Bugman got an all-natural chicken burrito. <laughs> I didn't have to say that. Um <laughs> <laughs> a side, we got a side of Mexican rice, and uh, and that, and then we can talk about other stuff because I also got a lemonade. I just want to—I'll get it out of the way. The lemonade was fucking great. Wow, it's a great lemonade. Bombshell. That's a great, great lemonade. There, they do a good lemonade. Right. And I had a little taste of the mango lime aqua fresca. Mm-hmm. Is that was that okay? Yeah, I think you're in the in the ballpark. Uh, and it was really good too. They they knocked the drinks out of the park. It was very surprising. They were good. Uh, anyways, um, the California burrito was good. Here's here's I agreed with you on the on the Langostino tacos. Right. They put they put that. Did they put the chipotle sauce on everything? Is that no? It's not on everything. It was in my California burrito. Oh, interesting. They may have seen me and been like, "This guy wants fucking sauce." <laughs> And he also farted. <laughs> and I know that for sure. <laughs> it's, a, it's an interesting choice because they have that salsa bar with a lot of those salsas available for you to add on your own, but they also put sometimes, they put the salsa just on one of their burritos mm. or tacos and hand it to you. So, yeah, yeah they're, they're, it, it's interesting that they do that. But sorry, keep going. Um, the the, Calif- the California burrito, I I liked it. It just didn't take, because of the chipotle sauce, it didn't taste like a real California burrito to Right, me. it's their own take it, on it. It was their own take on it. Uh, so it just kind of felt like a mushy, um, what's up? Um, can you tell me? I've never had a California burrito. What What's in it? I'm so sorry. Come on. There's Fuck. no reason I to elicit I knew I shouldn't have shit. said anything. I shouldn't have said anything. I'm People a are, fucking idiot. But People hey, that's going to change tonight, right, everyone? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Nick and I in this crowd are going to force you to eat one tonight. <laughs> Um, there's, there's, I mean, this San Diego is the home to the best California burritos. I'm not, uh, I'm not trying to get. Good a, to know. I'm not trying to get a pop. They, 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 they are, they are the best. I, I love Juanitas up the hill here for in, uh, in, in Encinitas. But you, there, there's a lot of guys. What, 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 what do you think the best? What is the best oh, place yeah. to get a California burrito? This is going to be chaos. Roberto's. Rita's. Lolitas. Not Lolitas. Lolitas. No, Lolitas? I think it was Lolitas. Yeah. Lorita. Not Lolitas. Loritas. Lorinas. Naminas. Like the book. Uh-oh. Lolitas. Like the book. That's not going to help me. What are you doing? 
Oh, no. Nick, like the book. Oh, no. What is Light, Light, Lolita is the book. Is the by book, Nabokov? Yeah. Is that what you're talking about? It, it is, is Lolita's. Lolita's. Okay. But, yeah. but they're saying not Lolita's. This is Karina's. This Karina. is not working. Karina, you can't do the. You can't ask for restaurant recommendations in the same method they use on the Price Is Right. Just, it doesn't work. You can't pick from the crowd wow. what people are saying. Lolita's Karina's and Karina's. Okay, like my mom. Thank you. Good. Oh, Love that's tip. nice. Her name's Karine, but whatever. Close uh, enough. Same uh, ballpark. Yeah, you 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 got You should try one while you're down I here. I will. I will. Yeah, I would love to. I will. I will go to both of these places. <laughs> they are they are delightful, but you didn't you didn't love this one, Mitch. Uh, I, I I didn't love it, but I have I have high expectations. Maybe not the right thing to get. The chicken quesadilla was great. Right. They really knocked it out of the park. The chicken quesadilla was great. We knew we went to the Rubio's website and we were like, "Ugh, which one of us is going to get those fucking nasty lobster tacos?" And we didn't talk to each other and we both got them like idiots. <laughs> but that's I mean that's we each have a different a different perspective on the same thing. Yeah, that's no, 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 I, but I agree I, I agree 100% with you. They just were kind of like I was looking for the Chipotle sauce because the langostino was like whatever. Uh, What's, it's not an issue if we get the same thing because we have our own opinions. I know, that's true. This is true. like saying Siskel and Ebert should watch different movies. <laughs> it's fine to like watch. Like I see what you're doing it. there, but I'm going to tell you right now, I'm fucking Siskel, okay? <laughs> no way, man. I'm dying first. <laughs> uh, I also got the because I mentioned I I, I, oh, I Mexi- neglected to mention yeah go the on, Mexican go rice was okay it was fine yeah the, well they, they they specifically give you beans and chips they don't give you beans and rice like, mm-hmm. which is like this kind of the standard combo well, when we get to salsas I got some stuff to say oh interesting um, I also got a bean and cheese burrito which I'll say is is just kind of like a very it's a thing I like to get sometimes as like a baseline of just like you know can they how is this very basic thing executed I think it's a good bean and cheese burrito it, it's it's got cheddar jack and mozzarella cheese so it's a nice little blend there Yum. a lot of cheese it's like almost Ugh. it's almost like quesadilla cheesy which i think is good for a bean and cheese burrito and, and you know a lot of it relies on those no fried pinto beans which i think are pretty good a little bit of mild salsa in there i kicked it up with some salsa verde uh, uh yeah not bad a very very solid bean and cheese burrito and i also got what we're talking about uh while you mentioned your lemonade i got a lemon lime custard uh which is Ooh. one of their desserts it was like a, a, a i think they call it limon coconut bar and i uh, had some it so it was lemon lime custard layered between coconut shortbread that was surprisingly good really they're really getting their lemon sweet treats uh, done right there by the I way what is about that since since we asked for people to throw out the best california burritos i think there have been fights in the stands <laughs> <laughs> people are arguing there's something something crazy has right. happened we shouldn't have done it. You're right. Yeah. I, I didn't. I didn't do any desserts, Nick. Yeah, I. I almost never get a dessert at a chain restaurant, or especially at a fast food places, because there's such an afterthought. But they had a, a nice looking display there, so I forget to try one. It was not bad. Uh, Mary, what did you get besides the uh, the the taco array? Did you get anything else? Um. Yeah, I got. Well, I just got chips and guacamole, and then Matt, uh, who I went with, got the langostino burrito. Mm. Oh so my god. So I had a bite of it, and I, it, I it wasn't my favorite either. Um. And then. But that was it. And then I got a Perrier. <laughs> so <laughs> that's me. But I didn't try any of the drinks or the desserts. I'm kind of kicking myself for not trying that. I, did, I mean, I didn't try any of their specific dessert, uh, drinks. I just got a, a Modelo Especial. I got a little brew dog. Um, but the. Hell yeah, dude. The, uh, this is 11 a.m. <laughs> <laughs> 
Um, but uh, uh, yeah, I mean, I, like uh, one thing you guys hit on, and I didn't actually, I didn't get anything with a with a land based protein. Mm. Um, but they do do they they do do their land stuff well. They do oh, do their yeah. their their beef and their their chicken are like it's good there. Oh, I yeah. think it's very solid. I thought I, th- I thought they did a good job, but I want to talk about sauces. For yes, a second please here. go for it. All right, I got I got I got every salsa. I tried every salsa, of course. Uh, the Chipotle in Verde slash Tomatillo uh, was was great. Yeah, I like that too. Um, and the picante I thought was really good. That's the that's the bright red one, right? The bright red one. That it's one a was very great. Good salsa. Yeah, I got their mild salsa. It tasted like fucking cocktail sauce. Mm, a little too sweet. Is that is that an issue? Is that is that just where I was? It is an issue. Why does it taste like cocktail sauce? Yeah, I don't know. Might be a, it might be a thing they did in a previous generation. They added some sweetness to it, and it just seems kind it of old-fashioned It tastes exactly now. like cocktail sauce. Yeah. It was like a complete turn-off. I was incredibly horny until I had it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't like knowing that you're around town walking into Rubio's horny. I don't like knowing that. I think people would rather me not be horny ever <laughs> um, but it was a, a complete turn off it was a uh, yeah it was it was it was a vibe killer it was bad don't don't get the mild cock don't get the mild salsa it tasted it tastes like cocktail sauce yeah that's a bummer yeah, yeah. I do think they're I do think they're they're salsa verde and I do think they're uh, uh, you know they're they're spicy one at the, the hot end if you're something of a heat seeker like me I think those ones are well executed and uh, I'm, I'm. There's I, a Diablo. There was a couple in bottle. Oh, yeah, they yeah, go the Diablo ones. Were good. Yeah, those I are good too. Those too. Oh, people yeah. like those. There was a, there was a jalapeno and a Diablo in the, in the, uh, in Bugman was like, I'm gonna get Diablo, and I was like, what? This it carries over into like your, that you like spiciness. Like, you're like a bad guy that right. also likes hot stuff. It's too many things. I should have had him explain that. But anyways, <laughs> I, thought, I thought the Diablo was good. It wasn't too, too spicy, but it was decent. Right. I like that there was like, the hot ones are kept in bottles. We, you can't even have it in like a little container. You They're know what definitely I mean? trying to make it, uh, put some separation so people don't actually, don't accidentally do it. Don't yeah. actually have, accidentally have a faux pas if you, if you can't handle the spicy. Um, but yeah, I, I think I, it sounds like we had some, some good... Uh, varied experiences at Rubio's. Let's get to our final thoughts on this chain. Um, so we will each go around and we will sort of give our summation, our closing argument, if All you right. will, and then rate this from zero to five forks. Mary, you're our guest. We'll okay. begin with you. Okay, great. <clears throat> My closing argument is, hey, it's great. You're looking for a good time. It's fast. It's good. They Also, you can get alcohol there, which is something like, uh, yeah, nice. <laughs> which is something where I go into a fast food restaurant and I'm, I was like, oh, I've never seen beers on the wall. Like, it, it really felt like, oh, I'm naughty. <laughs> they, have, they have alcohol here. So I love that. I love feeling naughty. I, I really... I was thrilled with everything that I tried, like um, the the langostino burrito that I had a bite of. I, I, I even that I was like, oh, interesting tastes. Uh, <laughs> I guess you could say that about any food. Um, and but in my, so in summation, um, great, go for it, have a good time, uh, trust yourself, trust your heart, <laughs> love your friends, and um, be grateful. I think that's perfect. <laughs> I think I think you don't even have to give a fork rating at all. Oh yeah, wait, my fork rating. Um, and I love the gourmet tacos, so really try those if you haven't yet. Um, and my fork rating, ooh, I give this a really. The whole experience was so fun. I give it a five forks. Wow. Five forks. Wow. Oh man. Coming in hot. 
I really loved it. Uh-oh. Uh, five fours. <laughs> no, no, no. Um, um, I, I thought it was good. I had a good time. I had a good time with it. Is did it, what? What is Rubio's history? I was listening to you before, and you told some weird story that I didn't even understand. What was your opening? <laughs> <laughs> it was. Uh, it was started in San Diego. But uh, then, where did you go to with that story? I started. I, I land. I ended there. I landed oh, okay. with Rubio's. I started with Johnny Appleseed. Oh, Appleseed. Johnny Appleseed. Yeah. That's right. And then and, I went and then to. I, I, you lost me when you said fish taco seed or something. Oh, that's when you got me. <laughs> I love that. Uh, Ralph. It's Ralph Rubio is the guy who founded it, and he, and he just sort of started a local chain. It grew into a few different locations. A lot of these do, and then and then expanded nationwide. Okay, so it, so it's kind of beloved California because it was wide. just kind of like one of the first of these chains, right? Yeah, I mean, like a lot. I think a lot of the I, I think the Mexican chains for a while were like it was like Taco Bell, and then whatever the local Taco Bell equivalent was. It was it was this very like budget friendly. Uh, pseudo bastardized version of of Mexican food and now it's become this this was like one of the progenitors of like this this is a fresher slightly more somewhat more authentic take all right you go first you review first uh (laughs) here's what I'll say I'll also take my mic off the stand like Mitch (laughs) yeah we're all taking our mics off the stand right now this is when we're getting real oh my gosh how fun I'll hold it in my lap. <laughs> you guys took the mic stands off the table. I guess should I fall? I guess I'll do it You're too. Definitely, something's gonna. I don't gonna... know why. I don't I know why we're see doing so this. So many faces now. Weird feel... applause break. <laughs> Real weird applause break. Um, uh, I I really like Rubio's. As I mentioned, I'm a fan. I think it is a it's a play it's a chain that I will go to on my own and that I have been to a number of times this year. The podcast aside, and so it sounds like you're lying when you say this. It's I'm telling the truth. Hook me up to a, a fucking lie detector test. Okay, I'll pass a polygraph. That's how the fucking the machines take over. <laughs> <laughs> Plug me in. Uh, all right, go ahead, keep going. <laughs> um, they have a good Tuesday taco night deal, and uh, oh. you know that's that's worth taking into account. It's a good okay. value. I think the the beans are solid. I think the fish taco, which is their their signature item, and the fish taco especial, uh, take your pick. But I think they're both home runs. They're very they're yeah. they're great and they're really well done. Um, I think you know some of the seasonal items can be hit and miss. The land based proteins, as I mentioned, uh, I think are well done. I think just you know tacos, burritos, quesadillas, they do well. Mm-hmm. And what do you want from a Mexican place? What do you want? And, and, and like uh, Mary's point, <laughs> having oh that, tacos and burritos, I guess. Yeah, having the alcohol there is a nice bonus. Oh, it's great. I, I, you know, as a guy wearing an NBA sweatshirt, <laughs> this Rubio's is more like. Ricky Rubio than that clown Marco Rubio. <laughs> and for that reason, I'm going to go on the high end. I'm going to say four forks, two tines, four and a half wow. forks for Rubio's. Wow. Go ahead, Mitch. All right. Oh, Jesus. Um, I, I, I enjoyed my time there. Look, there's a couple things that... that, uh, that I should take into consideration. One, I went with bug mane, which probably brings it down about half a fork. Yeah. In itself. Stop going to restaurants and watching Star Wars movies with bug mane. (laughs) (laughs) Um, 
I, I enjoy. I thought that they knocked the drinks out of the far, park. Fark. Oh, here we go. See, it wow. is you. I'm, I'm nervous. <laughs> <laughs> because I said fart, I fart. I fart yeah, all the time. When you, whenever you say fart, There's, it means you fart. It's a tell. It's a tell. There's no court. There's nothing there. I don't. I don't fart. <laughs> there, I'll say it. Doesn't happen. Should I tell my story of how I got sick? Yes. I said to Nick, this isn't a good story. Is anyone, like, is anyone still working on, like, a basket of mozzarella sticks or something? Because you might want to put that down. De- finish that quickly before he tells the story. I'm on antibiotics, okay? That, so? so? I'm on antibiotics, and I was about to jump into the oh, shower. Oh, I see, I see, I see. And I thought I had a little gas, and yeah, I shit a little log into my hand, okay? Uh, Disgusting. Wait, what? Disgusting. Into your hand? <laughs> Did you just say into your hand? You know, like most people, when you have to fart, you put your hand behind your bare ass as a precaution? Please. Please. I'm not proud of it. But what I was going to say is that you'll never feel more like a little kid than walking to the bathroom with a little poo in your hand. It's the most I felt like a child since I was a boy. So in that way... It's kind of good. It was nice. You're not explaining yourself thoroughly enough. I took some antibiotics. Side yes. effect is that it fucks with your stomach big time. Right. That's not what I'm asking about. Why? <laughs> Why did you have your hand ready to receive? <laughs> it ha- I said, oh, my stomach, I got a little bit of gas. It happens to all of you pieces of shit. <laughs> Yes, of course. So I did that, and then I said, wait a minute, and I put my hand behind. Oh. You oh, felt it, and then that was a reaction. It wasn't there as a precaution. I see, I, I see, I see. It was like yeah. fucking Mookie Betts. I caught that thing. It was lucky it didn't hit the floor, man. Uh-huh. Yeah, more like Dookie Wets. <laughs> All right. <laughs> we did it. We did it. Oh, no. Uh, anyway, if you guys are at the meet and greet after the show and want to shake Mitch's hand... Yeah, I didn't wash it since then. <laughs> I washed it a hundred times over. I know. I trust you did. You're a hygienic man. I'm a hygienic man. Sometimes you just shit in your hand every so often. <laughs> right. <sighs> anyway, continue with your review of this restaurant. <laughs> anyway, I was going to say 3.75 forks. I was going to. Hold on, hold on. You get run out on a rail. Hold on, hold on. Go lower. Go lower. Wow. Wow, some people hate it. <laughs> Mitch, I the would just... The lemonade was good. I think you should speak your truth because we did have a live show in Vancouver mm-hmm. where you thought it was a two-forker and you said four forks just because you didn't want to make this the This is bullshit. Mad. I think you should be honest and just say what it what is in your heart. And I, I trust you. I know you're, uh, you're an honest Wait, man. Wait, so did Rubio's create fish tacos? No, it did not. It absolutely did not. Yeah, some people say yeah. I... It, it was created in Baja, California, right? This was something that was that was taken from people in Ensenada. This wasn't something that was that originated in the U.S., right? So, so I mean, like, but maybe, but I think that I think Ralph Rubio and his chain had a hand in popularizing it. I think they can take credit for that. Some credit in terms of popularizing it. To, all right, to the person who the person who just likes to say no when I say something is chiming in. 
<laughs> I liked Rubio's a lot. Yeah. Four forks. Four forks. Welcome I mean, to the Golden Plate Club, Rubio's. Wow. Well learned. Wow. San Diego's own. Folks, that was our review of Rubio's. It's time for a segment. We've got a beverage. We're going to decide if it's worth pouring down your throat. <laughs> it's another edition of Drank or Stank. Emma, if you please. Yeah, you song, ladies and gentlemen. Woo! I'm oh my God. dreaming of a Sprite Christmas. <laughs> Just like the bells I used to sip Make your drinks cranberry and bright And may all your Christmases be sprite So, uh, our producer, Yusan, brought out a second. some wow. cranberry Sprite you can't, for us. No, you can't do this where you just end it. <laughs> After you tell everyone to make their Christmases be we've got Sprite. A, we've got a can for each Why of you Why did you end here. on an up note? That's just the way the melody goes. May all your... You went, you went Sprite? You went yeah, that's the, the way the melody goes. I was trying to follow the, pa- the backing track. There's <laughs> okay. like a little guide track on there. It's because it was actually the first... That was the first verse, which is not what these lyrics are synced uh, up to. But it was easier than trying to have a specific cue that this would cue up to. And so when you yell at me for not doing fine. when you yell at me for do, not doing stuff for the show, it's basically like what you just did. Yeah, you should do more of that. <laughs> do more do more half-assed <laughs> song parodies that people have to sit through. Um, so we've got some Sprite Cranberry. Wait, I was going to ask. Yes. What do people think of a Patreon tier where you song spoon feeds you green tea ice cream? Would you sign up for that? <laughs> you song. They like it. Uh, All right. It's happening. Sprite Cranberry. Sprite Cranberry Zero. I have never had this. Uh, my lovely wife, Natalie, was very nice to procure this for us. From thank you, local Natalie. Ralph, thanks. Ralph's. Thank you. Uh, thank you, Natalie. Um, ha- have either of you guys had the Cranberry Sprite in either iteration before? Uh, no, never. I've never had it. No, I've never had it either. I know LeBron James lo- is selling it. All right, all right. So it makes me not want to like it. Um, wow. Well, he, I'm a Celtics fan. Come on. Great NBA player. Yeah, and I know that you love the NBA I love itself. I the NBA. One of the best Because you love Rubio's, league. are you going to get a sweatshirt that says Mexican food? <laughs> Why are you wearing that? I love Rubio's. What? <laughs> uh, is, is, Mary, you have not had this? Is that what you're no, saying? No, I have not. Mitch, no. have you had cranberry Sprite before? I have not, no. Okay, well, I would not is, lie to you. This, is our, maiden, this is our maiden uh, consumption of this. And there are a few stray cans that I think Yusung has distributed to the audience, so, so a handful of people have them out Some there. people have them. Some of you should of replace this with whatever you're drinking. Sober up a little bit. <laughs> Um, yeah, pass them around. You guys don't care to share one can of Sprite between all of you? Jesus Christ. Uh, it's interesting. The, this, I've, I've just had the full sugar Sprite so far. The full sugar Sprite cranberry. The cranberry is 
subtle. It's not played like super forward. Am I wrong? No, I think you're right. But I will say my first thought in tasting it was this tastes like a gusher. Wow. It's very gusher reminiscent. It absolutely is. You know, the red gushers. Right. But then also like I don't want a gusher to be cranberry flavored either. What's the word? It's tart, right? It's a little tart. Yeah. Yeah. I uh, I don't know I I boy you know I'm gonna try the Sprite Zero uh, Sprite Zero cranberry and then I'm gonna have an assessment. And is this supposed to be like a Christmas? It seems like they're pushing it for Christmas. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. Why? Because cranberry sauce is a big Christmas thing. Well, yeah. I mean, also that is. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> all right. Yeah, you know that checks out. You're right. Wait a minute, what is up with all this candy cane shit I'm seeing around this time of year? Sprite with a dash, a hint of mint, I feel like, would be... Uh, oh, that would be nice. I feel like that's better. I don't know. Yeah. It's, it seems, it's weird to me. Uh, yeah, I mean, it, it is weird. It's, I get why it's a seasonal gimmick, because this is not an everyday soda by any stretch of the imagination. What happened? It came out, came out of my mouth. Oh, oh was your hand there to grab it? <laughs> <laughs> you did share the story. It's not on me. <laughs> I said to Nick backstage, I'd share that story if the show was going bad. <laughs> <laughs> Which shows that we just always think the show is going bad. Right. Um, <laughs> um, I actually, this is weird. I think I like... The scram- cranberry zero better. Interesting. Than I like again. the regular. You know, one. I was surprised by how yeah. how not like because always there's this wow. weird sort of like um, aftertaste when you have the the diet version or the zero version. But this this doesn't have that. It this doesn't have tastes it. Very very similar to yeah. full sugar. Absolutely right. This is one of the least diety. Yeah. Of the zeros I've had. Uh, weird. I, I don't know it. I think I like the full sugar better, but I think that the cranberry zero is a very nice execution. Yeah. yeah. I'm going to I'm going to make a I'm going to make a judgment call and I am going to say these are not an everyday drink, but they are very much a drink. And I think they execute the the cranberry side. They 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 live up to what they're trying to be. These this tastes like a cranberry version of Sprite. It's not too forward. Uh, I, I think this is this is a pretty good this is a pretty good bev. Uh, yeah. Mary, what do you think? I really like it, and I really uh, yeah I w- I could see my I could see myself ordering this on on a holiday. <laughs> um, I, especially you know this is something that I really think is fun is when there's a drink that tastes fruity or, or right. something and it's clear. Oh yeah, that How is fun. How fun is that? What a treat. And now you can't really see it because it's in a can. We're in a can. Hold on. We I'm are finish in a my can. Water. But but if you were to like be at a cocktail party or something, you had a little glass with like Nick is pouring the sprite into the water bottle. Oh yeah, there you go. And and you're certified like, clear. Wow, I people mean, didn't believe it. <laughs> how did they do it? Not a hint of cranberry color in there. Right. I'm just really surprised. But I think that's super fun. I, like I said, I like to engage with my foods and my drinks in my rooms. <laughs> well, guess what? I disagree with both of you. I want to see what I'm drinking, right, everybody? <laughs> if I'm getting cranberry, I want the color of cranberry. <laughs> 
These are two. This is stank. Both of them for me. Wow. Stanks. Two stanks. Is it just? Is it really just the cranberry element? Like you think doesn't work, or I just don't think it tastes good. I like mm. regular Sprite better. That's fair. Yeah, I, I, I like regular Sprite is so refreshing. It really yes, is. It is. It's so refreshing, and this is not refreshing necessarily. It's 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 flirty. Yes, <laughs> I agree with that. And right. also, may, this is this is maybe this is maybe a good cocktail soda. Yes, yes, you yeah, I can good, see that. Yeah. So Nick, you'll have a blast with this <laughs> Christmas morning. Yeah. <laughs> Drink that's eighty percent vodka with a splash of cranberry <laughs> Sprite atop. <laughs> uh-uh. It counts, Natalie. It's a mixed drink. <laughs> uh, what about uh, those of you who try, try in the audience? Uh, 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 shout it out if you, th- you think it's a drink. And uh, the stank contingent. Now is your time to be heard. Feels 50-50. Feels it was funny split. that the stank people did sound whinier. Stank. <laughs> stank is a hard word to not say whiny, but. Right. Stank. We don't like it. Um, I agree. I'm stank. Stank all the way. Well, there you go. There's, the, there's our split. Uh, so uh, that was Drake or Strank. Uh, but right now, just like a restaurant, we value your feedback. Let's open up the feedback. Uh, if anyone has any questions, a microphone stand, our, our engineer, Emma, is flying into the audience. Give it up for Emma, everybody. You guys can just queue up there. Uh, any questions at all, we'll take a few from you guys before we wrap it up. It looks like we have one. No questions about how I caught the shit, by the way. <laughs> yeah, sit back down, buddy. Looks <laughs> like we have one, two... Three people queuing up. Seems Is that what like I look like? That cartoon there? Uh, yeah, that's a spitting oh image. Oh my god! <laughs> uh, all right, so so we'll, we'll get through the we'll we'll try to get through the people currently in line, and I think that's where we're, where we'll have to cap it off for time reasons. Uh, uh, hi, up front in the the uh, uh, Spoonman T-shirt. Hi, what's your what's your name? What's your question? Uh, I'm Ricky. Hi, Ricky. What's up, Ricky? Not much. Um, do you guys think there's an underserved cuisine that can? Blossom into a chain. Wow! Ooh, wow! That's a great good question. question, Ricky. That's a great question. Great question. Yes. Thank you, Ricky. Yes. Wow! <laughs> Everyone else in line, go home. You got to follow that. Uh, no, that, that's that's a great question. I I love Indian food, and I would be if they oh, yeah. if there was like a mm. an American. Uh, chain that's kind of like a, a you know a, a slightly mainstreamed version of Indian food that you can kind of that's mm. that's easy to eat on the go. I mean that would be that feels like a natural thing because I don't think there are any Indian chains in the no. US. Yeah, yeah. That, I feel like that's a that's a that's an opportunity. What do you guys think? Hmm. This is hard. It's it's yeah. It's difficult. It is hard. I I will say a cuisine that I that I love that um that I have only experienced when I've when I've gone to Little Ethiopia and Los Angeles. Right. Is Ethiopian. Oh food. yeah. It is so Fantastic. good. Oh, yeah. so, so good. Um. So I think that would really benefit. I think that would be got to get that to a wider audience. I right. agree with that. That's a great one. Uh, I'm gonna say I want instead of a road soda, I want some road eggs Benedict. Oh, like boy. Eggs Benedict you can eat in your car? Yeah. The taste of Eggs Benedict in a little cup. In a cup? Why does it have to be in a cup? You take it on the, you can, because you can put it in your cup holder and you eat it on the road, babe. You want like Maybe? an Eggs Benedict flavored shake? No, I don't want it to be a shake. It's not cold, How first are you of all. eating? Are you just like opening your mouth and chewing whatever hits it? How are you eating it? That is a way to do it. <laughs> you get like a spork or something. Open-faced cup. That's what they call a cup without a lid. And you spoon, you spoon in the Eggs Benedict. 
Well, uh, you, look, you can't get eggs Benedict unless you, you can't sit down at a. You gotta sit down at the damn restaurant. Yeah, what's wrong with that? It's an occasional. It's not an everyday food. I'm an on-the-go guy, Wagger. <laughs> I want eggs Benedict to go. <laughs> it's good. It's a good idea. All right, next question. <laughs> Hi, what's your name? What's your question? Hi, uh, Robert. I'm wondering, like, nowadays there's a lot more menus where they put the calories on. Right. And I've kind of learned that, like, I can't have an Italian sub every time I go to get a sandwich. Yeah. I'm wondering if you've had any <laughs> other kind of rude awakenings with this uh, calories that they're telling you nowadays. The oh. fucking Cheesecake Factory salads. They are so caloric. It's, it's so great. There was, there's, a, there's a Thai salad. They have a che- Cheesecake Factory that's got, it's delightful. And it's like fucking 1,700 calories. Oh, my God, yeah. It's like, it, 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 you yeah. can't have it. There's no point. You might as well get fucking fettuccine Alfredo because it's the, the exact, it, you might as well go nuts. It, it's crazy. You Dude. know what drives me crazy yeah. is when it, it's such a range, it's like it's either zero calories or 10,000. Right. It depends <laughs> on what you get. Yeah. Like, it's like very like, well, what goes with what? Yeah. I, I, I just I was confused because like the prestige is the man it disappeared it's right there oh there he is alright good I was I was scared he was gone in an instant in the flash I there, thought it was some sort of devil trickery <laughs> he walked back to his seat was it devil pace. trickery or was it magic <laughs> <laughs> wow yeah, I'm with you on the on, on the like Wendy's when it's like whatever. This could be like 400 calories or 1300. Right. I'm like, I know it's gonna be 1300. <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna somehow go over somehow. Like I know I'm gonna get it over. Tell somehow. me the default version. Tell yes. me how much that is. Tell, yeah. me the, tell me the average. Yeah, that's a good answer. I, don't, I have yeah. nothing to add. Next question. Hi, what, what's your name? Hi, um, I'm Renita. Hi, what's Hi, your, what's your question? I have a question and a brief suggestion. If oh boy. Okay. Yeah, we could use some notes. Stop doing live shows? <laughs> Don't ever have Mary back? <laughs> no. Never. Oh, to you. Sorry. <laughs> you brought it up. Um, so my question is, what would your guys' Mount Potato more be? Your Whoa. top favorite Whoa. preparations of potatoes? Because there's uh, about right. you know, 20 ways to do it. Mine yeah. uh, starts with mashed potatoes, uh, tater tots, hash browns. Scallop potatoes. So just curious what wow. your favorite potatoes. Oh my gosh, I really this like is your great. taste. Uh, are you going to give us your suggestion now? I'm sure. My suggestion is um, to do uh, an episode where you blind taste test stuff. I'd love to see if you can tell the difference um, without the branding um, of a plain cheeseburger between McDonald's, Burger King, etc. Oh um, wow! If you don't know the, this brand. is a hot that is a really tip. good idea. Here's what I'll say. I th- yes, easily. <laughs> I can do I, if you gave me if you gave me McDonald's, Burger King, Wendy's. What else if, would you throw into that mix? Carl's Jr. Hardee's. I feel like is in the big four. Ooh, there. Carl's Jr. kind of throws a uh, wrench into things because you don't normally get just a default cheeseburger from Carl's yeah, Jr. Hardee's. But I think I could still do it. That's yeah. a great idea. Yeah, that's a very good idea. Yeah, we'll do it probably next week. We're out of ideas. French fries would be good too. <laughs> fries, yes. yeah. Yes, fries is more challenging. That's nuanced. Renita, yeah. do you want you song's job? <laughs> I'm open to it. <laughs> um, I think Mount Potato more. Fries. Yeah, right. Baked potato. Wow. Hash browns. I'm with ya. Whew, boy, that fourth. That oh, fourth he's sweating. Slot. That's tough. Mashed 
I think I'm going to say mashed potatoes. Why not? They're just so solid. You're never un- dissatisfied to see mashed potatoes on your plate. I, was, what do you I, guys thought, think? I thought you were going to go plain, uncooked potato. <laughs> <laughs> Raw potato. Um, uh, French fries, for sure. Number one, mm, right. always and forever. Love you, French fries. Um, baked potato, definitely. Mm-hmm. Tater tots and hash browns. Yeah. That's good. I am going to go... Mashed potatoes first. Mashed potatoes are the best potato. Some of the audience went, aww. <laughs> so disappointed. That's, it's taken the Lincoln slot, I guess. It's like yes. the most esteemed of them. Yeah. yeah. Who are the other three on there? Uh, you got Teddy Roosevelt, you got Washington, you got Jefferson. All right. Did Gore get on there? Al Gore? Yeah. Yeah, Gore's on yeah, there. Yeah, President Gore got Gore's on there. Gore's on there now. <laughs> I know he didn't win, but it would have been nice to put him out there. Um, I'm going to go mashed potatoes, french fries are number two, uh, baked potato, and you ready for the, my fourth? Yeah. Mr. Potato Head. Wow. The children's toy. The children's toy. <laughs> no, home fries. Are my, I like home fries. We had, a, we had a conversation about this recently. Yeah. I like home fries when they're really well made over hash browns. It's just such a crapshoot. So often you just get like a subpar breakfast potato. So can I say mm-hmm. good home fries? Perfect. Yeah, I think good is assumed. All right. Thank you so much Thank for the you. question. Thank you. All right, next question. Hey, uh, so we're here in obviously the southernmost point of uh, California. Much yes. like Weiger, I consider myself a SoCal surfer dude. Hell yeah. Uh, hell yeah, party on, bud. Yeah, you, um, guys, you, you guys both seem like SoCal yeah. surfer dudes. Yeah, the exact same vibe and disposition. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep, pretty much. Uh, so I was just wondering, if you guys were to plan the most SoCal day, what would that day consist of? Ooh. And conversely, Mitch, if you don't want to answer this, what would be the most New England day you guys have? Oh, food, I like that. Food, whatever. Wow, that's, like a, that. that's an excellent question. It depends on how much you associate Southern California with with Disneyland, because that can be a big that can be a big uh. thing. But if you want to avoid Disneyland, I would say like, uh, don't you want to hit up some of the different uh, the different climates you can drive to? You start at the beach and you end up in the mountains. You you, you start you what? You you fucking hit the waves in the morning. You hit the slopes in the evening. Uh. That's part of the appeal of California. And then you go to the high desert and you have you fucking sleep overnight in a tent. <laughs> Seems like you've never done that before. I've been intense. <laughs> uh, you, you guys got any thoughts on the ultimate SoCal de- showdown? No, I mean, I still feel like I'm getting acquainted with SoCal, so I don't feel educated enough to answer this. I'm not mm, from fair. the area. Um, I will say there are great escape rooms in Anaheim. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> my answer is, except you can't do it anymore, but my answer would be, the best SoCal California day would be to go to Disneyland and get yourself on Soarin' California. Oh, and yes. you can see all those climates, Weiger, in one yeah. ride. And smell, smell all the smells. oranges. You smell oranges. They shoot orange mist at you. <laughs> um, that's, I, I think that's, you know what, I, I would say that it would have to be a, a here's what I would say. You got to get yourself a burrito somewhere. Get some local Mexican food. California. And then there you, go. Mm-hmm. you go to the Hollywood Bowl and you see a show. What's the concert you go and see, Nick? Dave Matthews Band. <laughs> <laughs> Not from Southern California. So you see the Sublime Tribute Band uh, at the so, Hollywood Bowl. See a little Sublime with Rome. <laughs> Playing mostly new stuff. A New England day is, I don't know, I'd hang out in my basement in Quincy and get drunk. <laughs> Watch a movie with my mom and that's it. 
All right, a few more questions. Gentleman in the Heat Seeker shirt. Hi, what's your name? What's your question? Hi, I'm Brian. I uh, just wanted to say, first of all, thanks. Big fan. I appreciate all the laughs every month. At least. Thank you, Brian. Yeah. Um, as far as questions, um, uh, I don't mean to insist on your personal life, but I would personally love to hear your lovely, lovely wife, Natalie, on the podcast. Will we ever get hmm. to hear her? Uh, that's up to her. That's, that's, a, that's a discussion. She's shaking her head. No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's a, yeah. What, that's I don't want to make direct right eye contact with her. I don't want anyone to know who she is. <laughs> she doesn't want to be associated with this. <laughs> I, I won't look back over at her since I'm going to ask the question. Uh, yeah, that, that's, that, that she's, she's not a public figure, but that's up to her. You know, we, we could absolutely, I think we could figure out if she's down for it. Yeah, Mitch, just, we had your mom on the show. That we was did. nice. She wants to come back. She wants... That's the entire time I was home for Thanksgiving. She's like, "Get rid of, get rid of Nick. He's no good. I should be your co-host." <laughs> That's a lie. She didn't really say that. Um, I would love to have Natalie on. Uh, it would be great. It would be great to have her on. I enjoy her company more than your company. Yeah, I've said this before. She's a more pleasant person than yeah. me. <laughs> She's more she sociable. Here's what I'll say. I would never blame her. She, I don't think she'll ever come on because uh, who would want to come on? <laughs> She's made a great choice so far by not coming right. on. And she has to deal with this shit all the time. She's great. She, she, and and, and she, she's gotten us some great snacks for the shows and stuff like that, too. So if she wants to, the invitation's there. You guys could certainly bond over my inadequacies. <laughs> um, uh, we few, do. A few more questions here. Uh, hi, what, what's your name? What's your question? Uh, hi, I'm Aaron. Hi, Aaron. Uh, so, uh, I'm visiting from Canada. And oh! Last night, I went to In-N-Out Burger for the first time. Very cool. They, everyone always raves about it, so, you know, I really want to try it. <laughs> oh, Jesus. The, but, uh, no, it's not about that, but, uh, you know, In-N-Outs aren't always in the most convenient locations. Yeah. So, yeah. I sort of had to go out of my way and make a special trip to it. Mm-hmm. So, this leads to my question, which is, have you ever had to put in a lot of effort... Excluding uh-huh. like stuff you do for the podcast to make like a pilgrimage to a specific chain restaurant mm. or place you wanted to try out. Oh hell yeah! We, I mean, for the show, we've driven to Victorville, California twice, which yeah. is which is, you guys know the geography down here. Uh, but for people who are who are listening uh, around the globe, it's it's like a two and a half hour drive from LA it's 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 we had to go quite a bit inland to go I won't to spoil anything but on Tuesday night shake. Nick and I are gonna, heading to LAX for something for the podcast yes that's something you could which sucks you could all it sucks yeah so we, we've definitely gone out of the way for the show itself for uh, what you're talking about the experience the, the, the closest thing I can think of is I once I once went 40 minutes in college to get Dippin' Dots the ice cream of the future <laughs> not worth it Absolutely not worth it. Uh, and That's it, what you went 40 minutes for? Yeah. That was my college experience. <laughs> Please tell me that you went alone. I had some friends. <laughs> <laughs> I talked some people into it. Um, uh, anything come to mind for you guys? Yeah, I drove... Um, I really wanted some Red Lobster. You know I'm getting those crab legs. And uh, I there wasn't one like in our... Or maybe there was, but I didn't know about it. In Arcadia at the time, which is closer to L.A. And so I drove... Um, north of Santa Clarita from LA, which is a good wow. forty-five minutes or so, right? Just to have a little, just to have a little crab. So that was a lot. That's good. That I, I, I'll do. I'll go into the north end to get re- Pizzeria Regina, which I heard someone's wearing a Pizzeria Regina shirt tonight. Oh, you're there. Oh, he's in line. Line. Of course, Woo! you're. Wow. A shirt has been flung on is stage. Is it from Liger? They didn't have two XLs. This is a 2XL oh, Pizzeria yeah. Regina t-shirt. Hell 
Hell yeah. Wow. Wow. As someone who's well-versed in magic, that was magical. <laughs> that was amazing. That was, that was really That is really cool something. as hell. What a reveal. What a um, reveal. Uh, hell yeah. Uh, one more California burrito, and this thing isn't going to fit me. Um, <laughs> I... Uh, I haven't done that. I, I haven't gone too, too far. I'll do things where I'm like, if, if it's on the way, I'll go out of my way to get it. We're, we're doing a live show in, in Phoenix, and I'm going to go to, I'm going to, I delay, I went on a later flight than Wagra so I could enjoy Pizzeria Buono. Right. Uh, but but uh, I think the more embarrassing answer I have is that I was at Taco Bell, and I got to the drive through window. I may have mentioned this before, and they forgot my cheesy gordita crunch. Oh, no. And I was like, hey, I ordered a cheesy gordita crunch. He's like, no, you didn't. And I was like, yeah, I did. Trust me. <laughs> And he was like, no, you didn't. And I was like, well, can I get one here? And he's like, no, you're going to have to go back through the line again. And I was like, oh, oh. and then I did. <laughs> I was like, oh, and then like I went to the window. He's like, Taco Bell, how can I help you? I was like, cheesy Gordita Crunch. I'm the guy, I'm the guy from a few seconds ago. And I went up and I got, I got it. I was happy. And he's like, you didn't order a cheesy Gordita Crunch. <laughs> <laughs> the only, I, I, I ordered nothing. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but that's the most embarrassing thing I've ever done. Awesome. Thank Thanks, you so man. much. Thank you so much. Uh, two more questions here. Hi. What's your name? What's your question? Uh, hi, I'm Brett. Brett, um, you're wearing an Atari yeah, shirt. Yeah, that's a cool yes, shirt. Nice. Very cool. Yeah. Thank you very much. Uh, I'll keep this one quick. Uh, fuck, Mary kill. Ronald McDonald, the Burger King, and the Choco Bell Chihuahua. <laughs> give me, give them to me in that order. I mean, I marry the Burger King. I'm royalty. Oh, yeah. Wait, what, what are the three Burger King? Uh, Ronald McDonald and the Taco Bell Chihuahua. Hmm. I mean, Nick, I'm surprised you didn't go with uh, Ronald. Oh, well, I guess you, you you fucked Ronald. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't want to. You fucked the clown. Of no, course. I wouldn't. No, here's the thing. I don't want to have sex with or marry a dog, <laughs> but I also don't want to kill a dog. There's, I mean, this is there's there's no win situation here. I got it. I got my order. Yeah, go for it. I'd fuck Burger King. <laughs> I'd kill Ronald McDonald. And I would marry that dog. That's cute as hell. Honestly, that actually is that's cute. mine too. Yeah. yeah. Walking down the aisle in that in a bridal veil, a chihuahua. That would be adorable. And people would think that or a like tuxedo. Oh, and the, his, his vows would be Yokito marry you. <laughs> <laughs> and people would also see me and the dog and be like, "That's a good couple." <laughs> like they're like they're both like they're good for each other. <laughs> no. <laughs> Uh, yeah. All right. Thank Thanks, you. buddy. Do you have an answer or no? You freak. <laughs> all three at the same time. Oh, all three, all three at the same time. You're going to uh, need a bigger boat. <laughs> one more question. Hi, what's your name? Hi, my name is Sarah. Hi, Sarah. Hi, Sarah. What's, your, what's your question for us? Uh, so I have two things and a question. Sprite as ice cubes in your holiday cocktails. Mm, oh, that's a good idea. That's great. And, Love that. And the cheek of a fish is the best. That actually is. That's actually a good point. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> there's a, there's a ch- fish cheek. I, I just saw who was clapping for the fish Natalie, cheek. Natalie, my wife, It was is your lovely wife, Natalie. Cheeks. Was the one person in the crowd <laughs> clapping for fish cheeks. She's right. She's right. And so are you, Sarah. <laughs> and the question is, have you ever watched a movie where you've seen them cook a dish and you're like, oh, I really have to have that. And you go out to either make it or mm. you go out to find it. Mm. Ooh, and wow. what movie was it? That's a really good question. I'm oh, going man, that's through that's a really great question. All I've... the films I've seen. You know what, though? Honestly, Ratatouille, the Ratatouille and Ratatouille mm. makes you want to eat the rat, you sick bastard? That's... 
clearly that's not what I said. She talked about a dish that was prepared. I don't want to eat the rat because I see the rat cooking. My mind doesn't work like yours. So what do you want to eat? Do you want to eat the ratatouille? The ratatouille dish that he makes. It's the name of a dish. The rat is not named ratatouille. (laughs) Just like the Legend of Zelda, the main character is not Zelda. The title does not reflect what the, the character's name is necessarily. All right, fine. Relax. His name is Remy. And no, I don't want to eat Remy. Uh, but All yeah, right. the ratatouille and ratatouille looks delectable. I have an opposite answer. Yes. And since it's the holidays, you know on Christmas vacation when they open up the turkey, he cuts the turkey open? Oh, yeah. And it's all dry inside? That always fucking grossed me out as a kid. <laughs> I wouldn't want to eat that. Right. Uh, I've, ta- I've talked about before how I wanted to, like, uh, when I was younger, I used to, dr- I drew a train. I've talked about this before. <laughs> This, I wanted a train when I was younger, like a train that like one cart had a, it was filled with Doritos. And then one cart was filled with Coca-Cola. And like one was filled with gummy bears. And then I would go from cart to cart, just like jumping in and jumping and swimming through them. You, wait, so you just, in your imagination, you were jumping yes. through them? It was, yeah. No, okay. in my imagination. I mean, like if it was real, I would do that as okay, well. Okay, I got it. Yeah. You weren't putting this on the floor like a twister board and like physically <laughs> jumping through it. No, 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 no. Okay. That's crazy. You looked at me like you're concerned. Oh, I just feel so bad. <laughs> I'm just kidding. No, that sounds wonderful. The the movie that um Richie Rich, everyone um, knows that everyone loves it. He had a McDonald's in his basement. True. I, that That's always great. made me be like, oh my God. That's great. That the made ultimate, me want McDonald's, yeah. Ultimate kid fantasy, yeah, absolutely. Exactly. Awesome. Thanks for your question, Yeah, thank Sarah. you so much. You. Guys, that's our show. Thanks so much for coming out. Give it up for Mary Holland. The Spoon Man, Mike Mitchell. Nick Weiger. Our engineer, Emma. Our producer, you song. And Nick. Until next time for The Spoon Man, Mike Mitchell, I'm Nick Weiger. Happy eating. See you, everybody. Thank you for Bye. coming. Bye. Bye. Hey, Spoon Nation and Burger Brigade, catch the Doughboys live before the end of 2018. Mitch and I will be in Phoenix on December 13th. For tickets and info, go to headgum.com slash live. Don't make us perform for no one. That was a HeadGum Podcast.